Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Matt Smith. And this is Cole Travis. And welcome to yet another episode of... Let's Ruin It! Alrighty, guys. Hi, welcome to Let's Ruin It. My name is Matt. Oh, and uh, I'm Cole. Always forget. Uh, every week we bring you a podcast in which we discuss something from history. We do deep dives on everything you like, dislike, or maybe don't even know about. Uh, we might ruin it for you. We might make it better. Mm-hmm. Who fucking knows? You might just have neutral feelings. Uh, yeah, today we are. Yeah, so there's a lot of apathy. Who like nobody great. cares? I mean, yeah, <laughs> as apathy will do. <laughs> anyway uh roll has been broken so uh, <laughs> uh well, this week we have a uh we have a guest anna kasmeric say hi hello uh anna is one of my drinking buddies uh we like to talk about uh mixology and alcohol a lot uh <laughs> so uh this week we are going to be talking about the history of alcohol and specifically how it ended up coming to america uh specifically a few spirits like uh rum and whiskey near the end but we have a more broad range in the beginning uh yes. and it's gonna be super exciting and Very if you exciting. guys have a drink and you are drinking age please join us grab some liquor grab some beer grab whatever the hell you like let's go licks i see you in chat with the alcohol pog uh we also stream every week on twitch.tv slash let's ruin it uh that's who i'm talking to in chat is uh, one of my regulars uh licks uh welcome to the chat dude uh anyway let's move on with the podcast <laughs> yeah exactly so uh real fast before we jump in uh i i just want to say because i've been using the term age-appropriate drink a lot and like now that's kind of becoming autumn right we're, we're slowly moving into like like spooky year territory and i'm super excited yeah. um i highly recommend that you all go out and watch this amazing program called over the garden wall over the garden wall Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, it's an amazing, it's or, an amazing television show. Kind of movie. Uh, who, who's in it? Who, uh, he played Frodo in, uh, in Lord of the Rings. Curly hair guy. Yeah, I yeah. know who you're talking about. <laughs> Fuck. I, <laughs> I had like two drinks. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a line there though, because it's he he plays this kid named Wirt, and Wirt goes to like this little Halloween party, and like the girl that he likes comes up to him and is like, "Hey, we're all gonna go to the graveyard and drink age-appropriate drinks. Do you want to come with us?" <laughs> and I always thought that was the shit. So please enjoy your age-appropriate drinks wherever you're at right now. Uh, real fast before we just do like a little uh, like how has your week been situation? Do you want to kind of go around and like say what we're gonna be drinking tonight? Because I, I we we here at Let's Ruin It uh, Productions in Industrial Inc. or whatever you want to call us. Uh, we decided to kind of play along with the alcohol theme of tonight, and so we're all having our own beverages. Um, personally, Anna, why don't you go first? Yeah, I'd let's I can go. go. Okay. Anna, please. All right. Um, currently, I have my Basil Hayden's Dark Rye going. This is the last of my nice bottle. I've been trying to be gen- like you know very gentle, nice with her. Um, nice, the fancy shit. Nice. Definitely, I bring out all the stats for you guys. This is all for you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah. Cool what you got going on. <laughs> oh man. Uh let's see. So I am uh I am abusing myself. I'm drinking Uzo, which is a traditional Greek liquor. It's actually the it's it's the national liquor of Greece. Uh and it tastes like Oh nice, licorice. you're getting patriotic. <laughs> yes. Uh it, it tastes like black licorice. Uh and it's just straight liquor with some ice cubes. Uh, Wait, are you sure that's not absinthe? Uh I wish. I wish uh 
<laughs> I miss absinthe. I've had it once before going into a sensory deprivation tank, and it was like the best experience ever. Dude, you're high as fuck. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was a little sip, but like it was awesome. Oh my God. It was it was enough to like send my like hallucinating mind just a little bit over the edge. That's a story for another time though. So, Opa yeah, and uh, Matt, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm going straight up. Uh, uh, you know, same kind of area as Anna. I've made my own uh, own cocktail. It's uh, Peychaud's bitters, uh, two shots of uh, bourbon whiskey, and uh, two maraschino cherries, uh, or maraschino, depending on where you're from. On the West Coast, it's maraschino, so fucking fight me, East Coast people. Uh, oh, don't sure. actually. Uh, we love you anyway. <laughs> um, I've never heard of maraschino, so I I'm not sure what it is you're talking about. Uh, maraschino is like the East Coast version. Maraschino is not... <laughs> Gotcha. Like, like Midwest and East Coast is a little different. Yeah, th- this is why people from the East hate the West and vice versa. It's it, it all stemmed from. Of course. Yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with the rap game. It's all about Maraschino versus Maraschino. Yeah, when they say East Side <laughs> West Side, like it's actually over the Cherry Wars. Uh, yeah, it's, it, exactly. We'll like, be covering the Cherry Wars. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, if you saw like my face kind of get like wide, I just saw like a big ass spider like run across my windows uh, right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you didn't know, uh, Cole's in Australia right now. Yeah, it's great. No, so like where I live in the house, it used to be like a garage, and then they renovated it around like the '60s or '70s into like a like a little extra room, and so it's a lot closer to the ground into like our back door than any of the other rooms, and also because it's warm in Arizona, things are alive. So I've been getting like a lot of little beetles. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of critters running around, and they're all harmless. Like occasionally, like I wake up and just like find a gecko on my face. Aww. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. That. It's adorable. It's really fucking terrifying. Like, just first thing in the morning to get a giant, not giant, but like, you know, comparatively to like things that are normally on your face. Like a, a decently sized uh, four legged creature running around on you. Yeah. Sounds that's, nice. So that, that's how I'm Sounds like right a good now. way to wake up. Yeah. See, I'm smiling, <laughs> but inside I'm just like, I got to find that fucking spider later. <laughs> oh my God. Well, as long as it's not a black widow or like a fucking tarantula or something. Nah, they're, like, <laughs> like, like, they're, they're just like these little harmless dudes. Oh, little daddy long legs. Something like that, yeah. Let's, let's say that nice. for my own like mental well-being. Do I need to come like, over there with a shoe? Can you just like come over here and keep me like comfort me tonight? No, I'll bring I, I, a I, hammer I, so we can I'm, slap some spiders. I'm sure my landlord would love that. And she was that really super happy about now. that. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. Uh, let's move on with the how was your week segment. Anna, how was your week? Oh, goodness. I've had orientation for grad school, and oh. it's been a long one. Um, already you want to tell people what you're uh, getting a degree in? Yeah, well, me and Matt went to school together at uh, NAU, sure NAU, Northern Arizona University. I am back east again. I'm staying with my parents in Ohio because, you know, COVID fun, but nice. I will be going to University of Michigan. Um, if anybody knows, that's a big, that's a big issue with me being from Ohio and me going to Michigan. So, but, you know, let's, let's just go past that. I've joined the uh, school for environment and sustainability. Um, going right. to get my master's. Ooh. We'll see how that goes. What do you want to do with that? Oh God, that's, why did you ask that? <laughs> I, I can tell you as much as I uh, I have a specialization in environmental policy and planning. Okay, that's as far as I will go. Gotcha. Well, that's that's far really enough. fucking good. Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you for saving the world so that I don't have to. That's great, I really appreciate that. 
Uh, thank you for getting a higher education than me so you can be better at saving the world. <laughs> yeah, it's great because, like, I know that, like, now there's people like you out there. I can, like, start, stop being so hard on myself for, like, throwing recyclables in the trash. It's just like, I'm going to oh, fight well, you. This is not the right crowd to be making those jokes to. <laughs> I got a higher education because COVID and because I'm good at school and I don't know what I'm doing. That's that's why I did that. Yeah, like, push back, like. <laughs> But of course, I want to save the world. That's the that's the. No, you did it because you really like debt. <laughs> I do. I'm super excited. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we all have our thing, right? <laughs> uh, Cole, how was your week? You know, my week was uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, my job has uh, I'm not gonna say where I work, but it's a very in person place um so like i work at one of the museums in arizona and um we recently like reopened like these last few weeks and it's been a little uh interesting to say the very least uh just because like i'm getting used to like being in person with other like like with strangers again which is gotcha odd uh but it's cool because i get to like i get to work (laughs) with kids again which is fantastic like I, i get to work in person uh with them which is Great. Let me see what else happened this week. Uh, I started playing a game, actually today, called The Last Campfire. That's really cute. If you guys haven't seen it or anything, it came out like three days ago. It's amazing. It's by Hello Games, the people who made um, uh, No Man's Sky. Which, But it's yeah. actually finished this time. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they're not cr- trying to create like an entire universe. They're making like a very linear like puzzle game. But it's super cute. The, the art style is amazing. Um, if you guys like uh, Fall Guys, like all the little characters kind of look like the Fall Guys characters. They're little jelly bean people. It's really cute. Jelly bean boys. It, it's the year of the jelly bean boys, dude. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, dude, the jelly bean boys are the fucking best part of 2020. <laughs> like, I really honestly. don't understand any of these references, so. If you've ever watched my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash preoccupied, thank you for the uh, chance to uh, plug that. Uh, I play Fall Guys all the time, so you can see the jelly bean boys yourself. <laughs> So if you don't have a friend that makes you feel bad about not watching. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to make you feel bad about not watching. That's, uh, that's just my deal. I, need, I personally need an emotional punching bag. And, like, you're here now. So I can take it easy on Matt and him recoup. Well, we can't take out our podcast issues on her because she's always here. She's always in chat. I am. <laughs> oh, very true. Yeah, if I'm asleep, it's not my fault. I'm at least playing it. She, she supports. Yeah. No, she doesn't yeah. support me, but she supports us. <laughs> oh man okay now i feel like conflicted about like i'm here for cole dick. let's let's just put that again yeah. most people are here for cole cole cole's the personality i'm the fact he's the personality <laughs> i don't know i feel like, and, I feel like and... you. it's two different personalities right it's the idea of like the old vaudevillian routine of like the straight man and like the the, uh, the, the not so straight man which works perfectly because i <laughs> you're, you're really good at playing the straight man and i am not straight whatsoever so like it, it's a perfect combination Damn, are you calling me too straight? <laughs> what was that? Yeah. You call me too straight? I like no, women like, too much? You're just like, <laughs> you're just very, very, very good at being straight, man. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> I've really had years of practice. You're a very good straight man. You can take that either either way, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I will be your queer ally, straight boy. Okay? I got you. Hell yeah. Let's do it. I will not. I'm not, I'm the- not there for you. Oh, well, okay. Well, I guess I can be a queer ally, but not your ally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we, I mean, really, this is way too complicated. Matt, how was your week? 
<laughs> my week was honestly pretty good. I got a new work schedule, so I'm going in earlier and coming home earlier, so That's I can great. actually do shit when I get home. Um, nice, nice. So I've been a lot happier. Uh, I've started working out. So uh, if you see me get thinner, if you're watching on Twitch, that's why. Uh, I promise I'm just not going to stop eating because I can't. It's a problem. Uh, I need people to hold me back from food. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, uh, so been doing that. I also bought uh, Okami HD on Steam. Oh, um, nice. So I've been playing that game. I played it on the Wii like 10 years ago. Uh, a couple of my best friends bought it for me. They like pooled their money together to get like a twenty dollars Steam game for me. Oh. Um, and ever since it's been like a comfort food game. It's just oh god, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to play it on PC too. That shit yeah. is like meant for mouse and keyboard. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I was so about, I was thinking about getting it for the uh, for my Switch because I had like an equal deal for that uh, a while ago. But then like, absolutely I just the, yes, I just don't have the nostalgia for it. Like I've never I didn't play it as a kid, and I think I was going through like Breath of the Wild at the time. So it uh, was, I was just like I'm not I'm never gonna play this. Absolutely, try it out at least. Uh, you can come over and try it out on my computer. I'll make a new save file for you. But <sighs> yes, it's just it's such a good game, dude. It's so like charming and fun, and just like. Like the visuals are so good. It's like a Japanese oil painting. <laughs> Definitely. This is good. I also want to shout out uh, somebody in our chat who just put up the hashtag straight alliance. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Mercedes. Thank you, Mercedes. Wait, wait, immediately, followed, immediately, immediately followed by the crying laughing face. Like, very obviously, Joe. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, the straight power? Yeah, no, let's not say that. <laughs> oh, so you that's a joke. That. Yeah. Oh, God. So that is a that, joke. But you have to, like, put all my quotes in quotations. All right, buddy. I see you. I see you. <laughs> Fucking if I'm ever invited back, I plan on having a giant rainbow flag behind me. And I'm kind of upset. I'm surprised you didn't. I should have just make a statement. I'm really excited. Just... Oh, I'm really excited because Matt said that. Uh, I'm Matt gave me to go ahead. I'm whiskey. <laughs> I'm really excited <laughs> because Matt gave me the go ahead to uh, get a green screen for us to use for some future projects. Yeah. And uh, what that means is I can put it behind me and just have like, like rambunctious gay sex, like playing on the green screen at all. Uh, no, no, I'm not on yes. Twitch. We'll, 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 oh, yes. find, like another platform. But what we'll, about we'll, some anime? We'll, we'll, we'll get on Chatterbait. There we go. Yeah. Chatterbait will start our OnlyFans. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. Our Patreon will just be a bunch of like nude photo sets. <laughs> I mean, there we go. I already have like a few hard drives. Like ready to go, man. Like let's, let's do this. What? And on that like near you. And on that note, <laughs> let's go ahead and, and start the show. So okay, so uh, Cole, you said you were going to start with some ancient alcohol, right? Oh, I thought you said you were starting with the ancient alcohol. I thought you were starting. I'm going no, with I'm the totally later kidding. shit. I'm totally fucking with you. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh my um, god. <laughs> so what I, what we're going to be doing today is uh, I'm going to be briefly going over the some some more ancient theories tying to, to alcohol and some some uh, tying alcohol to a few of like ancient cultures as well and then i think matt already mentioned what he's going to be going into a little bit later so let's go ahead and start off one of the things i wanted to quickly touch on before starting this i, I found like a really cool conversation online uh and a, a, a quote from this historian uh william j darby uh, who made this observation that when you're talking about the history of alcohol and, like, when you're talking about, like, alcohol, like, laws and, like, social changes, it's important to recognize 
that oftentimes the history viewpoint gets skewed because it's much more interesting to talk about the people who abuse it and the people who go full force with it and go fucking like buck wild with alcohol because they're the people who are like yeah. causing like, they're the ones who are standing on tables and yelling they're the people who are like starting like riots and stuff like that like, as opposed to the people who are drinking moderately and whatnot so please just throw out this uh keep that in the back of your mind that with this and other histories that we'll talk about and that other histories that you might have heard in the future or the past uh i guess man that was just hitting me fast um <laughs> uh <laughs> Just, just make sure that's in the back of your mind. But enough of me rambling. Let's go on to some more focused rambling. So let's talk about the very beginning, right? So so long, 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 long time ago, the, 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 the very beginning of humanity, right? Humans and alcohol have always had a relationship. And there's, there's a few theories out there that kind of explain this. So, so one theory, that the one that a lot of people kind of subscribe to and the one that I thought was super interesting is that Back when our ancestors, our, our primate ancestors, were coming down from the trees and beginning to live on the forest floors, they no longer had access to the fruits that were up high in the trees, right? They were losing their upper body strength uh, and devolving into the, the intelligent yet weak primates that we humans are. And so because of that, they had to kind of figure out how to just deal with whatever fucking food they could find on the forest floor. Now, that could be anything from, like, shrubbery they found. It could be some fucking sticks. It could be, like, a dead animal carcass they found. Yeah. Things along those mm, lines. Pine cone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, one theory states that what happened is that there was a, a mutation uh, about 10 million years ago that gave our ancestors the ability to break down ethanol, which is alcohol that comes from uh, fruit breaking down which is the good shit <laughs> the very very good shit um for those of you who don't know uh when a fruit is left in a, a moist and warm environment yeast from the air will land on it and start to break it down uh breaking down its, its sugars consuming them and ultimately turning those sugars into alcohol so because humans or at least a very small amount of humans have this genetic disposition to ingest and metabolize a little bit of ethanol we began to kind of test the limits a little bit i think is a safe way to say it so uh instead of just uh you know moderately eating a few fruit and everything uh our ancient ancestors instead decided to just go fucking full hog and start gobbling up fruit left and right and then lo and behold the discovery of getting drunk came about there we go. Okay. Yeah. Just, just as you know, as you're saying this, uh, just for the visual, has anybody, e either in chat or other of you guys, have you seen the video of the squirrel that like ate a bunch of uh, uh, fucking fermented apples on the ground and just started jumping around in the snow? Do you know I've actually seen some like the that in person because there's a lot of apple orchards around me. That's oh. definitely. Oh my, oh my god. That's uh, the funniest yeah. shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, we have some crab apples in our yard, and I've definitely that and chipmunks. Yeah, I oh yeah, that, that sounds like a good mixture. <laughs> it's actually super cool that you guys bring that up because not only do, like we oftentimes think like oh humans are like the only creature that gets like drunk or stoned or whatever. It's totally not right. So like like but gorillas like, toke up too, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, 
That's what, that's why they shot Harambe. He was putting, he was smoking a fatty in the enclosure. Yeah, uh, it was the war on drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, Ray. Oh, you killed Harambe. <laughs> uh, but okay, on a, on a serious note, um, there's been a lot of accounts of like, um, oh, what is it? You mentioned squirrels, right? So like a lot of like rodents, like squirrels and rats and whatnot, they'll eat fermented fruit as well. Um, my favorite example is lemurs in Madagascar. They'll find these uh, millipedes that the cool thing about millipedes is they like they give off like this this toxic liquid whenever they get scared it's like a self-defense mechanism and so me um, too yeah no <laughs> it, it same right uh like don't touch me just <laughs> and then it comes out it's great um you just <laughs> squeeze a little too hard oh god yeah exactly oh, god. It, it, it's we don't need to hear about your dating much. horror stories guys <laughs> uh horror stories do you mean like best dates ever thank you very much <laughs> tinder gold <laughs> So, oh god so these lemurs in madagascar they will uh in order to get this ooze on their fur because it helps with like uh it's basically like a natural pesticide it keeps off ticks and whatnot uh they'll bite mm. they'll just kind of gnaw on these millipedes they'll let out the ooze and then they'll take the ooze from like the the stuff that got in their mouth because it's all mixed in the saliva and they'll just rub it on themselves but while they do that some of the ooze will kind of get in their bodies and they'll just get stoned for a few hours nice yeah you know i thought the boomafu was cool already but but now you're like what well, we know we just 420 chill <laughs> there's a great if you want to see like high lemurs online uh there's an amazing uh national geographic oh documentary video just look up uh i'm lemurs. writing it down yeah. now yeah i'm just writing it down now lemurs. oh man anna anna's gone okay anna's, anna's just <laughs> researching it already uh so let's move forward trust me bit. so am i <laughs> So the uh, there's a lot of dispute over like what the oldest brewery was. There's there's a lot of people who say like oh it was in Germany or it was over with like the monks and everything. Or some people are like oh it's over here. Uh, one of the oldest like dig sites that I found was over in modern day Israel in a place called Hafia. Uh, archaeologists discovered the residue of thirteen thousand year old beer. In that Whoa! Location. Yeah, thirteen thousand year old. Thirteen thousand year old beer. That's like whiskey now. <laughs> beautiful right so uh human infatuation with alcohol is definitely lengthy let's talk yeah. about the chinese world that's now. my favorite vintage <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh let me see yes okay let me splash it around a little bit all right yes mm, yes yeah, so eleven thousand AD. yes this is uh twelve thousand and what is that is that a hint of uh the plague of 92 in there as well <laughs> oh, this, this wine is very well traveled do you uh, mean 1992? No, I mean 92. Yeah. <laughs> very so, earthy. Uh, so, um, <laughs> very earthy. Let's kind of talk about a few like specific cultures uh, that had alcohol be a major part of their culture. And that's the thing about like a lot of human cultures is that like no matter where you went, humans were always finding a way to get intoxicated in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and normally it's with alcohol, just because it seems to pop up wherever humans do. Uh, so about 7,000 years ago, uh, the Chinese, or the areas that were would, would eventually become China, uh, created rice wine by fermenting rice oh. with honey and fruit. Sake! Uh, sake, Yeah, right? sake. So uh, essentially rice wine was and is still traditionally like drunk warm. And back in the day, it was actually given some flavored additives uh, as prescriptions for ailments. So, like, imagine, like, going to your doctor and them being like, oh, you have a runny nose? Okay, so take... Get ginger, wasted. Yeah, get fucking <laughs> loaded, but make sure there's some ginger in there as well. 
Gross. Oh my god, I want ginger sake. That sounds really awesome. Good. Actually, I really do too. I, I'll be the first to say, like, whenever I go to like sushi restaurants, I, if no one has it or like, if no one's eaten already, I'll just take the ginger that's on the table and just pop it in my mouth. Okay, oh, yeah, so same. Good. It's, so it's so good. It's so good, and also for like a, a an intestinally challenged person like myself, it's so good for your intestines. Is it? Yeah, yeah, ginger. <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah. Like huh. Well, that's good. Uh, then I'm gonna eat more ginger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Great for the gut. So apparently back then, uh, like on average, the alcohols were about 20% uh, alcohol by volume or ABV. Uh, Damn. So, so pretty loaded nice. sake. Um, and what I found that was interesting is that some believed that the rise of alcohol and specifically like emperors who drank alcohol, probably excessively because they were rich and they were ruling kingdoms uh, in China, uh, they believed that like it ruined the mandate by heaven. Uh, which is this like philosophy that like Chinese leaders or just leaders in general were chosen by the gods. So they think that like because oh. the leaders were getting so drunk, the gods abandoned them. <laughs> uh, as a, oh apparently, shit! Apparently, because overconsumption of alcohol is apparently frowned upon by heaven. So they were uh, prohibitionist in uh, in China. <laughs> kind of. So apparently, between the the, the years uh, eleven hundred and fourteen, sorry, eleven hundred BC and fourteen hundred AD. Uh, there were wow. new, a big time period, right? But there were that's a range. Yeah, apparently <laughs> there was a ton of laws that were uh, tried to be implemented, um, making wine and like making alcohol illegal uh, for certain amounts of time. However, um, all forty-one times between that time period got repealed. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so apparently, one commenter uh, writing around uh, the year uh, 1650 BC uh, said that people will not do without beer, uh, and this is in quotes, uh, they will not do without beer. To prohibit it and secure total abstinence from it is beyond the power even of sages. Hence, therefore, we have warnings on uh, the abuse of it. So they just decided, like, oh people, are, yeah, people are going to get fucked up Beautiful. one way or another. You can't regulate this shit. Just educate people on it. True shit. We yeah. saw that in the 1920s in the U.S. <laughs> are we going to be talking about the prohibition today? We're absolutely going to talk about the prohibition. That's actually yeah. where this ends. So awesome. uh, <laughs> uh, call ahead. Awesome. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the ancient Egyptians too. So uh, the ancient oh, Egyptians had inevitable. Anna, I know what you're talking. What you're thinking? Like, thank God. They finally got to the ancient Egyptians. Like it wouldn't be a podcast unless Cole did a deep dive into the ancient Egyptian that culture that they get into all the time. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's the only reason why you're on here. Uh, I'm gonna take another yeah. step of my Uzo real fast before diving into them. So <laughs> chug, 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 chug. I, I have like another take it paragraph easy. to get through after this. You don't want me to chug. Okay. I guarantee you. Uh, you want me to be aware because uh, Uzo hits you fast and hard and it levels you out. So so it is absent. <laughs> <laughs> in ancient Egypt, right? Uh, apparently, brewing dates uh, from the beginning of civilization in ancient Egypt. So, like, from when people were gathering into what would then eventually be ancient Egypt, uh, they're like, "Yo, like, let's get fucking crunked. Let's let's make some shit." Um, so, uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, it began in the city of. And if there are any Egyptians or ancient Egyptians listening to this podcast right now, I apologize. I'm going to totally butcher this. Uh, here I don't think you have to worry about the ancients. <laughs> you know, you never know. We we're technically sending this off as signals into outer space that are being bounced around the globe. I'm sure some of it's getting into uh, uh, Egyptian heaven or hell or wherever that might be. That's, that's true. 
Uh, so send it straight down to Hades. Oh man, I really hope so. I hope my ancestors are listening. <laughs> uh, in uh, the city of Heraconopolis, that's actually not too bad. Uh, around three three thousand four hundred BC uh, is where Egyptian brewing began. Uh, its ruins contain the remains of the world. It, this source is saying it's one of the oldest breweries as well. Um, the interesting thing about this one, though, is the amount of alcohol it was able to produce. So apparently this brewery in Hiranakonopolis uh, was able to produce up to 300 gallons of beer per day. Wow. Or for our metric friends, literally anywhere else in the world, uh, 1,136 liters. That's a lot. It is. And I think the most of I've, I've ever done with my father was five. Gotcha. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. Like, I've only done like 290. So, like, good for them. <laughs> Just a little bit of a vanity. 2000. Yeah. Uh, well, what's cool about this, though, or not what's cool, but what makes sense about like the amount of alcohol that they drank is that uh, alcohol was tied to the god Osiris, which was like the big daddy. He was one of the big daddy gods, right? He was like one of the most popular ones and one of like the most like commonly worshipped throughout Egypt. So he was the god of the dead, of life, of vegetable regeneration, so like of the harvest, and also of wine. So that's like the important different. things. Yeah. yeah, for like an also uh, that's a lot of people. A little bit of a fun fact about Osiris: uh, we call him Osiris now, but apparently the pronunciation correctly back in ancient Egypt, uh, according to some historians, is Wosir. Which whoa, is really fucking Sierra. weird. Like, whoa, Sir. But yeah, no. So we, we call him Osiris because that's how it's spelled. But apparently it could have been Woe Seer. Yeah. Whoa, Sir. <laughs> Tone down the alcohol a little bit. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Tone down the wine and the death. Yeah, you're scaring. Look, Ra and Isis are out in the field playing right now. Like, but they don't need to see their drunk dad. Right. Can you, can you hold well, on? Whoa. Isis is married to Osiris. So. You know. I, there is a lot of incest in, like, ancient Egyptian. Oh, God, it was uh, a lot. And, like, a lot of oh, ancient, like, mythology, there's a lot of incest. Even in the Greeks. I know it was in, uh, uh, definitely the Greeks. Yeah, definitely what, the Greeks. What the fuck are you saying about my people, huh? That we idolize these gods? Uh, they like, really like to fuck their sisters, at least the gods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that's the cool thing about the Greeks, is they were like, yeah, there's, like, these, like, higher powered beings that, like, control the elements of the universe that we can't explain. But they're all kind of dick. And they're all from Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, good old Zeus and Hera. <laughs> Gotta love it. Roll uh, Tide. Thanks, buddy. Uh, speaking, of Greeks, <laughs> speaking of fucking your siblings, uh, no, so speaking of the Greeks, uh, let's talk about the ancient Greeks and wine. So, one of the. Oh, please, yes. So, so, if you ever look at like ancient Greek pottery, any of like the vases that they have, uh, architecture, money, the. Like the Bank of Greece, literally anything Greek, you will find a grape leaf or grapevine somewhere hidden away. It's, it's on some of their money. It's on the symbol for uh, their banks because, fun fact, the god of debauchery and alcohol, uh, Dionysus, is also the god of financial standings. Um, no way yeah yeah that that's, is cool on the nose. that's no that's why like a lot of banks if you go into them they'll have like that like circle that like plate that has like bacchus's face on it or dionysus's face wait did it, it was it dionysus who did the or who gave midas the midas touch that sounds I'm pretty like sure him. it was that sounds like him it sounds about right yeah dionysus is also the reason why we have amethyst 
because he was trying to fuck a nymph, and the nymph was like, no, I don't want to. And so she, like, pleaded to her god dad to, like, get him, get her away. Sure. And so instead of, instead of, like, this is the part that always fucked me about Greek mythology. They explain things like this. Like, like Dionysus is trying to fuck this nymph, and the nymph is like, no, I don't <laughs> want to. And Dionysus is like, I'm coming to fuck. And so the, the nymph was like, god dad, can you, like, save me? And the god dad is like, yo, I got you. And so he turned her into quartz as opposed to just, like, sweeping her away. He's like, boom, you're rock now. You can't fuck rock. Dumb. You know, that's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then Dionysus comes over and is like, "Oh, I can't fuck this rock," and he spilled his wine on it, and that's why Amethyst has like a purple color to it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but also kind of a cute explanation for Amethyst. I don't know about. Cute. I can't even keep up with this. the The majority of Greek mythology that I know is related to Percy Jackson, so I don't. <laughs> I can't keep up. I can't so you keep got up. The innocent shit. Mind you, okay, mind you. <laughs> I never went to Greek school, like a lot of my family did. Uh, I wasn't, like, raised in Greece. However, I went to Greek Easter, which is, like, regular Easter, but a week after and a million times better because we have better food than Christians. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yes, Greaster, exactly. Uh, and then along with that, you know, I, I, I was raised on, like, I, I bought so many, like, Greek mythology books that, like, Greek mythology, like, and all the fucked up Greek mythology is just, like, pouring out of my head at all times. So I'm happy I finally have an outlet with, it, with this show. <laughs> um, oh, but, but going back to ancient Greece, right? So, so uh, anyway, ancient Greece. Uh, with ancient Greece, um, wine was super important, not only to like their culture, but to their economy. So they uh, theorized that the people in Crete actually learned winemaking from the Egyptians through their years and years of trading with them. So they got the recipes and like learned how to make wine from the Egyptians, and then from there, wherever they would go and colonize a new area, they would build like houses they would build markets they would build farms but they would also build grape orchards so that no matter where yeah. they went they would have a way to make wine which kind of made them famous in the ancient world um sorry, hold on. did you say grape orchard vineyard oh it's a vineyard you said grape orchard yeah what the wait grapes, cool. grapes, don't, grapes don't come from trees you don't like plant a grape sapling and it sprouts no. and you, can, like, you can like put your, put your kids on a swing that like is on your grape tree <laughs> Cool. Come on, man. You know they well, come from a bush. Where do grape nuts come <laughs> from, then? Answer me that. Uh, pine trees. What? <laughs> man, plants are dumb. Plants are plants dumb. Are I will throw to that. Opa. Oh, uh, with a couple life. of uh, environmental scientists in the uh, in the podcast right now. Yeah, plants are dumb. It's just like do better. Ecology? What? Exactly. Ecology makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It, doesn't. Wait, it really doesn't. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll be the first to admit. Does, but what does make sense hmm. is infrastructure, economy, vineyards. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't think that there's a better system. Great Please use the right term. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Great don't fortune. disrespect my culture. It's my apologies. Yeah, <laughs> um. So I, I found something saying that, like, apparently a shipwreck of an ancient Greek boat was discovered off the coast of southern France uh, that contained nearly uh, 10,000 amphoras, which uh, were these, like, large containers. Uh, of cheese? Uh, of, of What did you say? Of cheese? They came from France. No, no. So it was found <laughs> It's got to be France. a bunch of brie. It was found in France. But, um, <laughs> apparently, uh, this was, like, through trading. It was actually contained about... 300,000 liters or 79,000 gallons of Greek wine all in one Holy boat. shit. Yeah. So they were trading with like the Franks? I think the Franks were around then, right? Yeah, uh, into Gaul. 
which was like ancient uh, France, I believe. Um, gotcha. So uh, this this thing then goes on to say that it is estimated that the Greeks shipped nearly 10 million liters of wine into this area uh, every year. Um, there is another. Uh, there, there have been like other boats that have been found and other like like areas where uh, they've found like ancient Greek ships, Greek Greek shader, uh, trading, tra- Greek trading ships uh, with <laughs> wine. Uh, and what's interesting is like they also figured out and they found like how the Greeks were able to transport these. So they had these amphoras, right? They also had something called a crater, which like if you've ever like looked at like a museum of like that has like Greek architecture, like the pillars and everything and like the vases, the giant fucking like vases with the two handles on the side that normally have like pictures of like two dimensional people fucking on it. Uh, those are craters <laughs> or craters, however you want to say it. Uh, I'm sorry, what? They have pictures of Two dimensional people fucking. Oh, there's a lot of like erotic pottery Is information. It the whole premise of Hercules. Yeah, the, I'm sure they had a lot of like Hercules porn on these. <laughs> What's my favorite uh, category on Pornhub? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a vase like rotating and like a really with really nice lighting. And like, oh man, I can't wait till it gets to the other side again, so I can. Oh Jesus Christ. Um, the cool thing about these craters, though, is that they were designed to hold about a thousand liters or two hundred sixty gallons of wine. Wait Holy a second. Fuck. Okay, so we huge. wanted to find the Spaniards and their ships of gold when we could have found the Greeks' ships of wine. Why yeah. isn't that the the? Oh yeah, let's the... fucking dig up the booze. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I want to drink that ancient wine. Yeah, the twenty twenty is bad. We need enough, to like... work on our priorities. Well, okay, yeah, hey, it's brandy now. But it used to be wine. Yeah, exactly. At some <laughs> point, it was drinkable alcohol. You just gotta like make sure that when you crack it open, your like your face is directly in it, so you can inhale all that alcohol because it evaporates. Oh, you just instantly pass out from the great brandy fumes. Yeah, yeah, that that's the best high in my opinion. The fumes would be top notch. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Um, so real fast, that's, that's about it for me. That's about everything I got, but I want to talk about Uzo real fast. So Uzo is my favorite, like liquor, um, for multiple reasons. It's Greek, it's hell Greek. And then also, um, it is actually kind of good for your body. So, uh, if you ever go to like Greece or if you ever go to like a Greek restaurant, they'll oftentimes offer you like a little shot of Uzo as a digestee, I think is what they call it. So it's supposed to be like a kombucha for the Greeks. Kinda. So they think okay. like the so it's made with something called anise, which is what you also make black licorice out of. I'm sorry, it's made with anise. You know, it's Matt. Anise. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I heard yeah, anise. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You did, Matt. You and get your mind out of the gutter, man. Look, I know I'm up here looking all fine and everything right now, but we're doing a show. <laughs> I just I just want that tight hole, dude. I know, I know. Hey, I got the pictures ready. As soon as you just gotta behave and get the podcast, and I'll give you your payment. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck. Put on a blazer. Keep up, Matt. We all know that's not um, happening. So I I'm, play a straight man, but that doesn't mean I am the straight man. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Uzo, Uzo is actually kind of a relatively new alcohol. Apparently, uh, it originates from 1856 when the first Uzo distillery, which is still in operation oh, today, uh, was opened by Nicholas Cresarios. Cresaros, my so apologies. We're, we're like halfway into my section. Look at Ooh. that. We're, we're doing a, like a call ahead. We're, we're going to do some Tarantino shit. We're going to go back in time. 
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> Non-linear podcast. There we go. We're breaking ground here. Hell yes. Um, and apparently the uh, Greek government ruled that Uzo c- could only be made in Greece in 2006. Uh, and the EU huh. gave them a label of protected designation of origin, which I don't know how, like, holy is, shit, like, good that is right now. So, like, I have my Uzo right here. I believe this was made in Greece or possibly in Turkey. Uh, product well, Turkey is not technically EU, I don't think, right? It is, it is not. They're UN. You're, you're correct. But, yeah, so the EU is like, yeah, okay, all Uzo comes from Greece now. So this 12 Uzo that I have right here is a product of Greece. And that's why you'll probably see, like, your Uzo bottles, if you decide to go out and get Uzo, uh, with a product of Greece on there. So before I let go and give you the, you the reins, Matt, I want to very quickly give you guys a quick education on how to drink Uzo. Because you don't just drink it straight from the bottle. You got to – Oh, dude, we should have all gotten Uzo so we could do this along with you. I would love to see your faces cringe at how it tastes. Cause it's <laughs> okay, well, I like absinthe, and that's – you said it's black licorice, like, flavor, right? So – yes. Whenever, we're about the same. Whenever we're in the same room together, we'll, uh, oh we'll, we'll have some Uzo together. Uh, okay. The Uzo versus ab- Absinthe. We'll do that taste test. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I don't, don't want to do Absinthe again, Matt. I was, that was enough with you. I don't I don't need to do that again. Well, you you saw too many fairies. Where would you guys try Absinthe? Uh, my place in Flagstaff. So uh, my uncle got me some like straight-up Italian Absinthe. Okay. The good shit. Uh, and we just took shots of it at my place at one point, and uh, we all it? got real fucked up. Yeah, I believe it. Was it doing the cube with the night, like the Cuba the sugar, uh, sugar or anything? Yeah. Wasn't doing the drip? No. Oh, just, uh, just, no, just it was shots. straight up shots. So there's yeah. no ritualistic it, aspect to it. There's no uh, respecting the. Well, I don't know any of the rituals. I just drink absinthe. Gotcha. And that's why you got fucked up. That's why you weren't able to talk to the gods. Uh, exactly. You fucking heathens did it wrong. We just saw fairies. We didn't. We we didn't see any gods or anything. Um, I didn't oh, see any fairies. What? Wait a second. I think that was just Matt. Man. Okay. Uh, I guess it's just me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when you're drinking Uzo, when you're drinking Uzo, it's really important to add water to it. And there's a few reasons for this. First off, it cuts the taste in half, which is great for like newbies because it again, it's a really really strong liquor. Um, its effect is, uh, it actually causes something called louching to happen. So. I don't know if you noticed it like, earlier, or if you can kind of see on the screen, but like Uzo is a clear liquid, but it, this looks kind of milky and like white, right? Yeah, it's yeah. very cloudy. So what happens is the uh, there's fats, there's like lipids, if we're talking chemically, in Uzo that when you add water into it, because fats are insoluble with water, it creates this milky white cloud in there. Uh, and so uh, yeah, you can. It's a, it's a sipping alcohol. You definitely don't want to chug this stuff because it hits you hard. It's 40% alcohol. Uh, some real strong stuff. Uh, and uh, I'm going to give you the Greek card. If you want to say Opa when you drink it, go ahead. Uh, me. Opa. Opa. Yeah. Smash a plate. Uh, <laughs> destroy your economy. You know, Greek stuff. Um, okay, do we need that. a Greek card? Uh, I mean, I'm giving you one Is right that no, it's actually, okay. Well, yeah, there's just in case we need it, then yeah. yeah. If you need a Greek card to say Opa, go ahead and reach out to us on our social media. If uh, needed, at let's ruin it pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you're on Twitter, I can give you the Norse co- uh, the Norse card so you can drink uh, drink mead, but yeah. he's gonna have I'm to give you the the Greek card. So you're gonna have to go to Instagram for that one. I'm gonna go for Nostrovia. I got you. 
Oh. Yeah, then go to Prim Nostrovia and get that get that vodka card. <laughs> the holy train. Find Anna. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, the one last thing I want to say is that uh, my yaya, my great grandmother, apparently I, n- I never met her, but uh, apparently at like family gatherings when like all of the the kids, the younger ones, adults, but like you know the younger family members were drinking uzo, uh, she'd be off in the corner, kind of like, you know, all frustrated, <laughs> her arms, and someone would go over and be like, hey yaya, like what's you look really mad, and she'd just be like, no good comes from uzo. No good. Oh, <laughs> That's some creepy shit, dude. That's like some like Call of Cthulhu type shit. Yeah, I mean, mind you, the last time I drank Uzo, um, I got into a foot race with my roommate, uh, and almost fell on the asphalt. <laughs> that sounds so, super Greek. Yeah, no, no good comes from Uzo. And on that note, Matt, would you like to take over and lead us into the second half of her podcast? Well, actually, before the second half of our podcast, I want to do something new. Because we're doing the alcohol episode, I want to do a short intermission, right? For those of us who have already finished our drinks to go and refill. So if you are watching this live right now, go and get a refill of your drink. Uh, If you are underage, go get a soda or something, get some water. If you're drinking anyway, get get water anyway, because, you know, got to stay hydrated while you're drinking. Do it responsibly. Um, as of right now, I'm going to get some wine. Cole, you go get some more Uzo. Anna, you go get some more, uh, whiskey. So if you guys are going to stay here, then, uh, go ahead and entertain chat. Uh, otherwise I'm going to edit this part a little bit. Um, so that it's like a little more intermission-y, like maybe five to 10 seconds. Um, gotcha. You know, actually, I'm gonna for... I'm gonna put Anna through the ringer. I'm gonna give Anna a little talk oh, about questions. Oh God! Okay. Uh, so okay. I don't think you're gonna need to have to edit this at all if this goes well. Okay. Well, then in that case, we're gonna give you some good content as an intermission. I will be right back, chat and listeners. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this far. Uh, I hope to see you in the second half. Anyway, guys, take it away. Have fun. All right. So Anna. <laughs> Come on down. Welcome to our brand new show segment where we interrogate our guests. How are you feeling today? Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. I I wasn't prepared. Great. All right. Okay. We're talking about alcohol today, right? We're we're talking all about alcohol. Let's get into what what is the most hungover you've been? And what did that look like? Oh, God. Okay. Um... I don't want to talk about the first one. We're going to, I don't want to talk about that, that one. The second one actually was with Matt. Was this the um, absinthe situation? This, the, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the absinthe. It was the tequila gin and vodka that we had. That was the first oh. night we hung out at his apartment. I, my roommate and her boyfriend came and got me. I was laying in the parking lot. Jesus. I just, I was like, oh, it's so nice to see you. And I just flat out. So um, the next day I, I stayed in bed. Wow. Okay, yeah. good. Do you have like any yeah. like hangover cures you want to share with our audience? Any like family secrets? No, I don't think that that's. I don't. I don't know. Sleep. I don't. Just don't. Yeah. Don't drink that much. Don't drink that much. Gotcha. I, I <laughs> that's the way to go. I have a feeling you actually have some like hangover secrets, but you're like, you know what? Fuck our audience. Like they could deal with it on their own. I'm not. I'm not giving up. Coffee. Okay. Coffee. coffee. Gotcha. I think as much as we got, and then oh, I do like tomato juice and um, sauerkraut. Okay, gotcha. My my uh my family secrets are uh they're always like fat based. So, like my dad always told me like just get like a really greasy cheeseburger because you're gonna need those lipids, uh and then just drink as much water as humanly possible. Yeah, water, coffee, 
Kraut. Yeah, exactly. I um, this isn't really much of an interrogation, but while we're talking about like really <laughs> shitty drinking stories, so uh, early in college, um, I went to I was I was studying for an ethics exam with my friend, and afterwards he was like, hey, like you want to come over to my dorm and we can uh, we can have some drinks. And I was like, yeah, you know, we're two totally uh, legally aged adults. We can enjoy some drinks uh, before <laughs> uh, you know heading off to bed some age appropriate yep. beers. and so we went yep. over yep. and uh because this is a dorm on our college campus uh we were drinking grape juice and um my uh my uh my friend was like hey like we're, I, th I think i have just a few friends in here it's gonna be fine uh let's just have a few shots of grape juice and we can kind of move ahead and you can know you can head home i'm like okay i can catch the train back to my parents house it'll be fine uh so <laughs> i uh we walk in there's like seven people there this is pre-covid time so you know you could actually be around people uh, and yeah. uh, they just have like a <laughs> wasn't that nice? Right. Oh my god, I miss it so much. But they have like this, they have this giant tankard of grape juice, uh, like like huge. Oh god. Um, and so we were, we I think I did like twelve shots of grape juice. Uh, yeah. I ended up. That's when you run. That's when you run. Yeah. When you see a bottle that size. Yeah. Turn around. For you new like college students, like have fun. <laughs> but like if you see people drinking from like a giant thing, and it's obvious they're trying to finish it by the end of the night, just get the fuck out of it. You have, you have tests in the morning. <laughs> I did so I remember drinking a ton and some stuff happened and then I blacked out and I remember I woke up in someone else's bed um not like that the best way to wake up after I think not like, like night that, drinking though. like I was like in someone else's <laughs> bed without them in there like I, I it wasn't like a sexy I just I was just in a bed that wasn't mine uh and the reason why I say it was someone else's bed is because I remember the owner of the bed waking me up by shaking me violently saying the words who the fuck are you who let you in here is that vomit <laughs> And so I remember, like, rolling over and looking at the him and being like, what time is it? And he's like, it's 10 o'clock. Who the fuck are you? Is that vomit on my bed? And I was like, I got to get to my ethics exam. So I rolled over oh, bed. Jesus and Christ. Like, I think I somersaulted past him, grabbed my longboard, and I rolled over to, like, this ethics exam that I had uh, at, like, 1030 in the morning. Just one sleeve just, like, covered in, like, vomit splotches. Oh, my God. Yeah. That sounds like a freshman year experience. Yeah, I, I didn't say that was freshman year. I, that was, that was, I, was, I, was a, I feel like you said freshman year. Well, you, you were in a yeah, dorm. I was how, how, you were in a dorm, Cole. I was. Uh, I, I, Holy only, shit. I only drink uh, age-appropriate drinks in freshman. Uh -huh. I, I, I didn't have uh -huh. a sip of wine until of my twenty-first birthday. Even then, I only had of half course. a glass. Of course, yes. I I kept it in for my twenty-first as well, especially being in Greek life for a while. So. Oh. I followed all sorts of rules, of course. Yay. Uh, hey, right. how's it going? I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back. I see you guys have hit it off. It's going to be really fun to listen back to that while I'm editing. I think so. <laughs> You're going to have a good time. It was less of a drill and story time. I'm excited because I get to sit back now, drink my ouzo, and listen to you, Matt. Tell me some Oh, stories. my God. All right. Are you ready for this shit? Lay it on me. Lay it on me, Momo. Okay, in, in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, and with him he brought a shit ton of smallpox and rum. Uh, actually, that's a lie. Uh, so one of these websites told me that Columbus brought rum, but rum wasn't actually invented until 1650. Uh, so that... the. the like there are a bunch of websites that believe this. So if you are one of the people who believes that rum was around in the 1400s, you're, you're wrong and you need to fucking change your shit. 
so I'll calling you out now, fact-checking you on a fact-based uh, podcast. Um, uh, sorry, Cole, what was that? Oh, I was just going to say, fuck Columbus and Columbus Day. Uh, yeah, fuck Columbus. We're going to do a Let's Run It on Columbus. You please. better fucking believe me. Fucking genocide piece of shit. That was, that was a wonderful inclusion, yes. Yeah, piece right. of shit. First of all, I hate that guy. Yeah. Fuck Columbus. All Second of all, rum. Yes. Second of all, rum. Uh, rum is the best, but Anna hates it. <laughs> Same. Hey, cheers, rum. I hate rum. Oh, God. Rum is delicious. It just tastes like sugar. I've gotten no. sick more times on rum than any other alcohol. Okay, I remember that time. Well, I think we brought it up last podcast where <laughs> you drank uh, spiced rum and then ran around in circles for a little while. No, that was that was with uh, that was actually with whiskey. The last time I had like a decent amount of rum, I was at my parents' place and they were drinking with their neighbors, and I was I didn't want to hang out with them, but I was just like, hey, like, do you mind if I like have some rum? This is a long time ago, and they're like, yeah, sure. So I had like four glasses of just straight rum, and then I vomited everywhere and. Their friends had to go home. <laughs> well, yeah, four, four glasses of rum. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Not, 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 not like standard glasses, too. Just like like, like mason-sized jar glasses. Like, like, like oh, my God, water. dude. That's okay? like 20 shots. <laughs> no, I didn't know how to drink back then. I was a child. I was an idiot. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. You you were watching too much anime where they were just downing glass upon glass of whiskey. Yeah, I was like, I can do that. That seems easy. I, I can do that. I'm 21. I can do that. No. Oh, God. No. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> well, anyway, what Columbus actually brought with, with him was wine. So uh, now none of the Native Americans uh, were given wine because they weren't given any of the good shit. Uh, so what happened when the uh, first, you know, exploration of America happened, European exploration? Because let's be honest, America was populated. Uh, sorry to break it to all the Americans listening. Uh, America was populated before Columbus. Uh, so Native Americans, you know, no had had the land. That's why they're called <laughs> Native Americans, because they were here before us white kids. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, just uh, just get some snaps in chat real fast. Uh, we've got uh, we, we've got some truth being dropped. Uh, Columbus didn't discover shit. Columbus just you know claimed it for Europe. This uh, is Columbus now. claimed land that wasn't his and brought slavery and smallpox. So exactly. So what a, what a once, legacy. Yeah. So once he learned how to grow corn. Uh, from the Native Americans, he just started giving out smallpox blankets uh, and just kind of, you know, decimated the population. Now, this is true also of the Mayflower pilgrims and all pilgrims after that. Uh, what they did was they would take, you know, decimated land or land they were planning on decimating and uh, just killing everybody on it and taking it for themselves, uh, subduing populations that were already there and uh and just taking that shit so we're gonna do a i believe thanksgiving we were talking about uh, a long ass time ago i don't know if you remember this thanksgiving we were gonna do an episode on this oh my god that would be perfect yeah <laughs> okay we talked about this like when we started the podcast so i don't know if you remember that i don't but, but like let's can we actually do it like around thanksgiving no we're gonna do it on thanksgiving i don't care when it when our podcast is supposed to come out like wednesdays i think it is uh, we're gonna put it out on Tuesdays. the Thursday Thanksgiving falls on. Yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna do these episodes every Tuesday, but yes, we're we'll do a live stream on uh, Thursday, ruining Thanksgiving. 
maybe you and I can actually get together and make a meal together. Dude, we can do that uh, before the before the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring over you. some. Uh, I'll bring over some good Greek food, or I'll make some good Greek food with you. Oh. I'll make American. You can make Greek, and we can mix them together. Yes. Agrarian. Perfect. I just burped whilst talking. That was yeah. gross. <laughs> it was really beautiful great. for so many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's um, right too, Matt. That's right too. One more striking her off the podcast. Uh, wait. <laughs> this podcast was my idea. You can't kick me off. No well, way. I'm, well, I'm the one oh, running up your streamlabs. So. Okay, that that is true, but I know how to work streamlabs. I can figure it out. <laughs> And I'm the one with the well, well, we're just gonna have it's gonna be like the uh, Catholic Church. We're gonna split off between the Catholics, the Roman Catholics, and the Greek Orthodox. <laughs> yep. If anything that I've got down, it's Roman Catholicism. So awesome. perfect. So uh, you're probably it. gonna be on my side because uh, cool the Greek side. Okay, I got I got a little a sprinkle of Jewish in there. So uh, okay, sprinkle I of matzah in there. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very alone and attacked right now. I'm kosher. talking about how much of a dickhead Thomas uh, was. <laughs> anyway, uh, information. This is a fact-based podcast. Let's get back to the facts. This is what happens when you <laughs> on alcohol and decide to indulge at the same time. Yes, Matt, please. Continue. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Columbus was a piece of shit, and then he just left. Um, so the, uh, the pilgrims came and they started to, you know, make European settlements on the East coast of the United States or what would be the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, now the pilgrims, I don't know what most history classes say, um, because I don't honestly remember elementary, like history class other than like, oh yeah, there was turkeys and the native Americans were happy to see us. (laughs) That's, that's absolutely not true. Um, Turkey wasn't even... Turkey wasn't even eaten back then. Uh, I don't even think any of them saw a turkey. Seafood. Um, Yeah, it was all like eels. Eels was like the main food back then. Um, So, so if you want like a really like historical Thanksgiving, just eat eels, clams, and possibly pork. That's it. Um, Like like a really really disrupt native peoples. Yes. Yeah, yes. you, if you're going to commit to Thanksgiving, like, just go all the way. Be a dick. Of course. Just, just go all the way. Um, I'll, uh, actually, so the reason why, and if, I, I think I remember this correctly, the reason why we had turkeys uh, was because, like, at some point in American history, we used to have, like, an excess of turkeys. And so there's a marketing campaign that, like, tied turkey to Thanksgiving to help quail, like, quell that. Of course it's, of course it's an economic benefit. Yeah. It's yeah, it, it's that capitalism. Yeah. American capitalism, fuck it, but also we love it, but also fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about love it, but sure. Uh, yeah, we we can have. I, I don't know. We can have a whole. Yeah, well, that's that's how we grew up. So <laughs> like, we can't do anything yeah. but love it, but also hate it, but oh, also no, love can, it. You you can be a part of a system and still fucking hate it. That's true. It's it's hard to learn the hate, honestly. But we'll, we'll, but we'll talk more about the political uh, aspects of. Uh, Capitalism versus socialism versus all other economic standards. My uh, economic, another time. Uh, my favorite economic policy is just nihilism, where everyone just lays in a field until they die, and no one trades with each other because uh, life is meaningless. That's just, that's my religion. <laughs> yeah, it's great because it can go like religious, it can go economic, it can go like. Uh, full, you know, Cole, I'd love to be friends all the time. Yeah, I think I would. Love I'll, to I'll give you uh, each other's Snapchats. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> 
so where where are we? There's no turkeys on Thanksgiving. You just like ruined so there's some, no turkeys some, on Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, that was more of a uh, some kids listen. more side note than anything. Anyway, yeah, that, that was more of a side note than anything. So um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we went on a real tangent there. Yeah, like, <laughs> like there's no turkeys on Thanksgiving. And I'm like, okay, but hold on, I got 20 minutes on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Um, so the, the pilgrims. Sorry, what's up? Oh, I said I'll shut the fuck up. It's your line. <laughs> okay. Um, so the pilgrims show up. They're being pricks, as usual, being their Puritan asshole selves. Uh, they had just gotten kicked out of uh, multiple countries. I think Denmark was the last one they got kicked out of uh, for being just the most abrasive pricks in history. Uh, they're just like, oh, my God, you said the fuck word. How dare you? You must burn in hell. Like, dude, we let you in when England wouldn't, so what the fuck is your problem? Yeah. So they ended up coming to uh, Wild Land, quote-unquote, uh, which was the New World America. So they yeah. show up, and uh, they're just, they're just you know, having their good, hyper-religious, hyper-conservative, uh, hate women, uh, hate gay people, hate uh, alcohol and anything fun kind of time. Um so yeah, they're, they're just the devil gets in yeah yeah they're the biggest historical pieces of shit uh which is an explanation for why american america is the way it is right now yeah america, um, america was made up like initially of people who like other countries who were like get the fuck out <laughs> like get yeah out. exactly is we that thought, what... yeah we thought australia sucked because they were all criminals but no Australia was cool as shit. I'm going to do a podcast on Australia at some point because yeah. the beginning of Australia is the funniest shit I've ever heard. That's a whole like, other story on like colonization and like the decimation of like a native people as well. That's yeah. A... We're going to talk about the darker shit later, but like the, the European part of Australia is fucking hilarious. Like they, they, they didn't have a police force. So they got like as many of the best criminals they could find to be the police force. Um, so that's cool. Uh, anyway, America. So the pilgrims show up, and eventually, after probably a hundred years, maybe fifty years of just being pieces of shit to each other, and like banning yeah. Quakers and banning other religions and being just shitheads, uh, they were like, "Fuck it, let's drink, let's party." Uh, so in uh in 1650 in uh. In the Mediterranean, not the Mediterranean, what? I'm fucking stupid. The Caribbean, no, uh, or Caribbean, okay. depending on where you're from. If you're from the Caribbean or Caribbean, uh, let me know what, which one's the right one because you guys decide. Um, so, in, uh, in European, I guess, dominated islands uh, where, you know, people were enslaved to make sugar, uh, to grow cane sugar and process that sugar so that it would become grain sugar mm -hmm. and be sent to the American colonies and uh, to Europe. Um, they started to get tired of all the shit. So there was a byproduct of uh, the processing of sugar called molasses, uh, which molasses is used in cookies and shit today. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's like the sweet syrupy su substance, super dark. Super dark. Um, Honestly, delicious. Not if you eat it raw. <laughs> no, don't go out right but, now to your store, buy molasses, just scoop it up with your hand like Winnie the Pooh. I want. I, oh I, God, I, don't don't do that. No, I'm gonna use That's my influencer just... power right now. I'm gonna use my my podcast influencer power right now. Just shove it in your mouth. 
Cole, we legally can't make people get sick. <laughs> hey, this is a life lesson. You know, our Gen Zers are too sheltered. Okay, well then take a spoonful of uh, of cinnamon. vanilla extract and then some also also cinnamon and also molasses all at the same time. Store yeah. <laughs> and consume. Yeah. Oh, Don't for, actually for, do that for legal reasons. That's a joke. Right. But for, <laughs> also for legal reasons, uh, do put it in every orifice that you have. Sat satirically, Absolutely. Satirically put it through every orifice that you have. Big guys. Hey, we're never gonna, gonna get I'm through gonna this right podcast. Now, I'm gonna say right now this entire podcast. Big air quotes on any yeah, advice. Yeah, big air quotes. Uh, <laughs> unless we say it is, you know, a direct quote or a fact, uh, then it's air quotes. <laughs> and even then, um, still fact check us. Do your own fucking research. You lazy yeah, answers. definitely fact check us. If, if anything is wrong, uh, tweet us or comment on Instagram and let us know, or send us a DM, uh, and we will uh, absolutely, you know, roll back anything we've said in a later podcast. Right. If uh, so <laughs> that has been a policy since day one. Uh, nobody's fact checked us so far, but uh, that doesn't mean we aren't wrong about something. Cold so uh, like, let us know. Let us educate you, but also <laughs> educate your damn self and make sure that we were right. Yeah, I well, uh, honestly, if something's wrong, we might not be able to find it because I know environmental shit, but I don't know all of history. <laughs> I'm not a historian. Even environmental shit is constant that we're wrong. So, it's yeah, well, environmental shit we're learning more and more, but that's okay. Oh, okay. History, like, yeah, exactly. is just there. <laughs> There's some environmental shit that you guys like just need to recognize is wrong that like the fact that like global warming is a, is a, like an issue like come on like whatever it, the yeah. world goes in cycles it happens there's, there's heat waves there's ice ages well, whatever right we'll do we'll, we'll do a podcast on uh global warming also that part was in air quotes for anybody listening yes global warming is not global even a thing a it's called climate change we're killing our planet climate like, just, change yeah just because there's snow outside like donald trump says let's encompass all of climate the issues San Francisco yeah, is going into the ocean. We're all gonna die. Do your so. Part. I'm gonna cycle. later on after after Christmas probably. I'm gonna be doing a podcast on environmental issues. Um, just to you know, set the facts straight. Uh, we yeah, we could probably have you on again. Yeah, please. I promise I'll be more quiet. I'll, I'll be here. Well, no, you don't have to be more, quiet. You to. You're on here because we want you to talk. <laughs> like yeah, this is an audio platform. You need to. Whoa. You want Love me to actually talk? Do you. Yeah, I mean, we get it. You're a pretty face for Twitch, but like, also, <laughs> we need you to you know speak up a little bit for the oh audio god. platform. Oh my god, keep flattering me. It'll get you everywhere. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know. That, that's how I uh, got you to you know take a shot of absinthe. <laughs> and also get on the podcast. Like, hey, you're looking really and get good on today. the podcast. Do you want to be on this nerdy ass podcast that we run? So, hey, like your face. You want to be on a history podcast? <laughs> <laughs> get some every time. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, let's not go over two hours. We got several uh, <laughs> more. At, we got several it's, a, more it's eleven here. here. I'm tired. Yeah, we're at uh, one hour and six minutes uh, on my recording. So uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna get through rum. So rum was made in uh, 1650 uh, in you know Jamaica is the famous part of rum because Jamaica did it right. Um, mm. So it's made of sugarcane products, products uh, like banana leaves lining uh, rum barrels. Uh, or I guess at the time whiskey barrels because the whiskey was being imported, uh, not bourbon whiskey, but just whiskey whiskey. Um, so that was something. Uh, so rum was 
made and uh and the fucking pilgrims were like okay you know what we need to party up rum is (laughs) readily available because it's coming in on ships so what we're gonna do god's good but like have you tried this rum (laughs) yeah pretty much people started to get like fucking tired of god so uh they were just like you know what let's just let's just party uh so the rum ended up coming to america in the early 1700s uh late 1600s uh, we're not entirely sure on the time period. If anybody knows, please send me a DM, a DM and uh, I will I will amend this. Um, I love the feminization of your... The feminization? DMet. <laughs> I think you said DM I don't. at. As opposed to like DM, DM at. Uh... Uh, I mean, we are feminists here, so... Had too much whiskey. Okay. You know, one of the goals is to get a get a guest feature on the uh, guilty feminist, so that would be cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so rum showed up, uh, and people were like, "Fuck yeah!" But this sucks to drink, you know, raw. So let's cook it. So uh, the uh, hot buttered rum was invented. Uh, that was a, a basically a like a, f- a tiny slice of butter. Uh, demerara sugar so like slightly unprocessed grain sugar uh and fucking just like hella rum and hot water uh and that honestly that is one of the best things to drink in winter uh that that's, shit the, that's is... the only rum drink that i will drink is Ooh. oh my god it's Ooh. so fucking good it's so unhealthy but so good so so can i can i toss in an anatomical reason why you like can I, can I throw in an anatomical coal segment real fast about, like, alcohol and heat in the winter? Absolutely. So, so there's often, like, this this theory and, like, this myth that, like, alcohol keeps you warm in the winter, right? The, the, the whole St. Bernard running through the, the woods to, like, find you and give you, like, the little flask of, like, rum or whiskey or whatever. What it, It's actually super detrimental to you because actually what happens – so alcohol causes your arteries and veins, all the hydraulic tubes in your body that, like, let you be what you are because – let, let's be real here. Let's let's get existential. You're just a fucking brain with a bunch of tubes coming in and out of it. I'm sorry to bust your bust your chops, but like that's all you are. You're pollinating a meat suit, you fucker. So no, cool. I'm a divine being. <laughs> I was made in God's image. Well, God's a fucking three pound meatloaf of neurons. I'm sorry. <laughs> so all of these tubes, the arteries and veins, right? They. they what alcohol does is actually constricts them because there's muscles on your arteries and veins that help them get bigger and smaller. So what the alcohol will constrict them and it causes uh, the blood to move a little bit faster, but primarily it causes it to move faster in your core. So like in your abdomen and in your thoracic cavity, which then makes you feel like you're getting warmer because there's more blood flow and more heat moving through you. But actually it's causing that heat to leave your body faster. What? Really? Yeah. Wait, so, okay, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that when I go backpacking and whiskey helps me feel like I'm warm and that I can go to sleep quicker, you're telling me I shouldn't be doing that? Uh, I mean, like, if I go to sleep quicker, I mean, like, help you die faster, then sure. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Dude, so, so what mean, you're like, telling me I mean, is like, in Arizona summer, I should be drinking. What, what I'm cool. saying, what I'm saying cool. is, like, 
What I'm saying is, like, if you're in, like, a good situation, you're fine. But I'm saying, like, extreme survival situations where, like, oh, drink this rum because this St. Bernard came out of fucking nowhere and gave you, like, that little tiny <laughs> flask of it. Like, that's not going to The end will you. be better. What it actually does, it just numbs you. It just makes you feel Expedites good. and numbs. There we go. Okay. That's all I need. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That St. Bernard isn't a bringer of life. It's a bringer of, like, the realization of mortality. And that's been so oh, 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 comical corner. Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, uh, speaking of, we're going to do uh, an episode on survivalism later and a, an episode on anesthetics because <laughs> both of, of those are fucked up and while, I love it. <laughs> while we're listing episodes we want to do, I also want to do an episode on tiki, like tiki bar culture in America. Oh my god, yes. Because I went to Wisconsin <laughs> recently and like Wisconsin has a huge tiki bar scene because they live in the frigid fucking Wisconsin area. Because it's want, Wisconsin, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they want warm environments, yeah. but also like tiki bars are incredibly exploitive and cherry picking when it comes to like native cultures. So, we can so problematic, yeah. It's so fucked mm. up. It's so culturally appropriative. Uh, okay, but well, let's be real. Tiki drinks, the fucking best. They're bomb. <laughs> They're, they're amazing. It'd just be great if I wasn't drinking it in something that was recreated with to look like a, a, a fucking grass hut and like yeah. yeah. If I wasn't drinking a cocktail with like essentially cornrows, that'd yeah. be nice. If I agree. If, if, I was, if, if I was able to enjoy like a tiki like style drink without feeling like I was calling like a native population primitive at the same time, that would yeah, be exactly. great. Exactly. That's yeah, what it is. Fair enough. Yeah. Level of, of appropriation was what I was going for there. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And it's only the anyway, we are still on rum, and I've got a shit ton to go through. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about how we've okay. decimated okay. Uh, cultures and, uh, you know, perpetuated racism we can talk about uh, later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so rum was the thing. Uh, hot buttered rum became, like, the most popular drink in America uh, for a long-ass time. Like, I'm talking, like, a hundred years. Uh, but then, but then, here's a uh, really, really fucking good, okay. good thing. Uh, the invention of American whiskey happened. Now, this fucking blew up. Yeah, uh, Anna's dancing around with her whiskey shirt right now. Now, American whiskey. <laughs> no, I thought that whiskey came from, like, Ireland or Scotland. Now... Yeah, whiskey did come from Europe, but American whiskey is completely different from Irish whiskey. So Irish whiskey has this nice, nice like, caramel flavor, or caramel, uh, you know, depending on where you're from and where you say it. Yeah. I technically say caramel, but I say oh. caramel because all the East Coast people, like, tear me to fucking shreds every time right. I do. We're trying to diversify um, our... Uh, caramel. Caramel. Yeah, I'm trying not to get yelled at. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... It's caramel, but, you know, I'll say caramel to make the really loud, angry people happy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, Irish whiskey is very, like, sweet and, uh, you know, like, nice to sip on just raw. Like, n no ice, nothing. Like, you can just drink Irish whiskey straight out the bottle and you'll feel nice. But America, because America has to ruin everything, uh... <laughs> We decided that it couldn't taste good out of the bottle uh, for new drinkers, at least, or, you know, for non-alcoholics. Um, so what we did was we made bourbon. Uh, so we don't actually have a specific date on the first invention of bourbon itself. 
Okay. Uh, now there is corn bourbon, which is very American because corn technically came from the Americas. Um, so like we do love the corn. Dude, if you we we are corn people. It's all we want. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> fun fact about corn: your body can't actually process it. That, that's a, that's yeah, a sentence that's... I never thought I'd hear from you. <laughs> Wait, we what? Want in our, we want to in our toilet about the corn. Yeah, fun fact about the corn. Uh, we can't process it at all. Yeah, like, it's uh, it's not good for us. So our, our bodies are just like, oh, shit, it's corn. Let's shit it out. So, you know, when people call it tracers, that's why. Because you are not processing corn. Oh, it's just coming before. out. That's great. Tracers? Oh, my God. Tracers. So that's why you see it in your shit. <laughs> what an eloquent name for, oh my god, I see corn in my shit. <laughs> that's what I've heard from my dad. And, you know, my dad's from, I think, Wisconsin or something. Uh, he's also Irish Catholic. So, like, it, it could have come from any uh, culture that has no fucking filter. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so, don't eat too much corn. Uh, get your nutrients from somewhere else because corn has no nutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, whiskey in America is corn juice. <laughs> um, That's all I'm gonna call so, it at bars whenever I get to yeah. them. Is like yeah, just dr- drinking a hey, fucking hey, fat shot of Can corn a, juice. Yeah, give me a, give me a shot of corn juice, please. The good corn shit. Um, yeah. So yeah, bourbon was invented. Um, now the biggest bourbon family in uh, in America was the Samuels family. Uh, so in, uh, 1840 or, you know, before 1840, the Samuels family started making bourbon, but, uh, around 1840, they started making it commercially, uh, commercially cause, cause you know, fucking capitalism in America yeah, is a thing. Mind. It's been a thing forever. Um, wait, 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 so, wait, did you, did you make the specification that bourbon needs to be at least 51, like over 50% majority corn? And that's why I did not, but that is a good right. fact to add. In every bourbon bottle, there needs to be at least half of the bottle just corn kernels from the bottom. Yeah, no, holy shit, Anna! The majority just, green. Uh, yeah. fact checked me. Look at that. We have Anna on the podcast. <laughs> Damn, this is why we have guests. <laughs> yeah, because believe it or not, the two people who are producing the podcast fucking suck at this shit. Sometimes. Yeah, we we don't know shit. We we literally have to research everything we talk about. Like, we don't know shit about shit. <laughs> I'm just super excited because, like, I'm going to be, like, 40 years old and, like, I'm going to have kids one day, I hope. And, like, they're just going to be like, oh, Dad, like, quit telling us about ethanol. I'm like, it's all corn. You need to understand this. This is important. <laughs> you can't I need know. To, I need to pass this information on to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> somebody needs to know. Yeah, no, I get it. It's 51% corn. And they're like, Dad, Honestly, you're scaring us. I'm yeah, like, I'm scaring yeah. myself. I think the only reason I know that is because Ohio is about half and half ethanol-based corn and feed corn. So that's that's yeah, really the enough. only reason that I know any of that. You're in corn town right now, is what you're saying. I I am very corn, wheat, and soy, and then fallow. That's that's what I got here. Any other like more like I don't know like illegal things being produced over there like anything interesting we can say on the podcast okay we can stop there uh <laughs> so again gotta keep this under an hour and a half um we are gonna try we're, we had to, i feel like we had to ease into that 
Yeah, no, uh, we'll, we'll talk illegal shit later. Let's just let's <laughs> skip that part. Uh, anyway, I'm going to speed through some of this bourbon shit. Uh, so Robert Samuels started the bourbon business uh, in the Samuels family. Okay. Uh, but it wasn't until, this is a quote from Spruce Eats, which is a great website uh, for food and drinks. Uh, I recommend looking that up at some point. Uh, so it wasn't until T.W. Samuels, grandson of Robert Samuels, yeah, uh, who created the secret family recipe of bourbon, uh, came along and constructed a distillery at, uh, Samuels Depot, uh, which was, you know, the first distillery of bourbon in Kentucky, which Kentucky, if you are outside of the United States, uh, and don't know what Kentucky is, um, which I know there's probably, you know, the majority of the world has no idea what the fuck a Kentucky is. Uh, We barely know, uh, and we live in America. Uh, But Kentucky uh, is, like you know, like the birthplace of bourbon uh, or is in, you know, popular culture. That's also where all the fried chicken comes from. Uh, Exactly. KFC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're in, like, Japan or the Philippines and you like KFC, it comes from Kentucky. That's all you need to know about that place. Like, just to stay the fuck away from the South, honestly. Yeah. The, the South is like the American hotbed of, like, killing anybody who's not Southern. Like, you yeah. could be white and walk through there and get murdered for being a Northerner. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, shit, that place is scary as shit. Like, you need to be uh, I'm gonna... white and, like, walk like you're straight white. Like, I could, okay. like, I could take off my makeup and, like, my nail polish and be fine for a hot minute and then they'll be like wait that boy's like shaking their ass a little bit too much yeah disclaimer though uh a lot of people in the south are chill as shit like i've i've been to the south before like the south isn't inherently bad but there are a lot of groups out there that are out to get you um and you know there's a few of those in the north what was that anna charleston's majority northerners so yeah go to charleston and then go to places like that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, basically what we're saying here is america is kind of dangerous unless you're in like the west west in which case none of us give a shit yeah, even, though, <laughs> even though there's some weird like militia shit out here occasionally well, idaho and texas idaho and texas are the dangerous parts a little bit with arizona. southern arizona along the border i think that should also be a well yeah yeah well nogales is kind of cool until like border patrol runs through but We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Anyway, so bourbon. Bourbon happened. Uh, And then in 1783, the first, like, commercial distillery, uh, not just selling whiskey, but making and selling whiskey. So, like, there would be a bar there. Uh, There's, like, you know, you could walk in and see the distillery. So it wasn't illegal. Um, In Kentucky, this, like, fucking Samuel's uh, bourbon distillery uh, but it, instead of Samuels, uh, which you know they were the first family to start doing, start start doing bourbon. Uh, it was a different family who expanded on that recipe. Uh, it was Evan Williams. Uh, now, if you live in America, you've seen Evan Williams' name on a bunch of bottom shelf bourbon, because um, you know it's like Jack Daniels, but Jack Daniels is a bigger name, so it ends up on a higher shelf. It's the same quality. Okay. Uh, so if you want oh. something cheaper, get Evan Williams. Uh, it's gotcha. basically the same as Jack Daniels. Um, Jack Daniels. So, Good to know. Yeah, exactly. The original Jack. <laughs> um, 
So when uh, Evan Williams uh, opened his distillery, uh, it was in Ohio. Anna, calling you out, is in Ohio on the riverbank, uh, on the Ohio River, actually, uh, in Louisville. Uh, it was the uh, first, you know, Kentucky distillery. So what happened was, dude was from Ohio, okay. ended up on the Ohio River, and uh, ended up in Kentucky to open a distillery on the Ohio River, okay. um, which is how most borders in America happen. Uh, state borders are usually defined by rivers or streams, mm-hmm. um, which is why they're all wiggly and shit and not straight, like you know most of Europe is. Right. <laughs> um, until you get until you get to like Arizona and the Four Corners, where it's just like there's no water whatsoever. Yeah, there's just straight lines. Just like, and then on the left it. side, there's like the Colorado River, where we right fucking angles, fight over everyone. California. You get a right angle, and you get a right angle, and fuck it, we're all getting right angles. Front angles, yeah, and then really weird thing. And then the western side of Arizona goes. Yeah, exactly. You, you, I'm sorry, my audio, our dear audio listeners, you can't see it, but like, imagine if like uh, Anna was like trying to like match the pattern of a snake moving on the ground. That's what she was. Yeah, she was at. wiggling with her hand. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Geiger counter, something like that. Um. So yeah. So the continuing with bourbon. Uh, in 18 or er, 1785, Bourbon County, Kentucky is established. So let's uh, go with this timeline. Two years before the county was established, Bourbon was like officially established in Kentucky. So what they were waiting for, because Bourbon was around for a while, what they were waiting for is for like official clarification on if whiskey was legal, and then they just named a county after Bourbon. <laughs> um, so that <laughs> happened. Uh, Elijah Craig uh, is you know, in uh, kind of a pioneer in bourbon. Uh, in 1789, uh, Elijah Craig invented a bourbon by aging, um, which, you know, technically is called moonshine. <laughs> so Elijah Ke- oh. Craig came along and was like, fuck this shit, it needs to be stronger, which I don't know if you've had bourbon, but bourbon hits hard. <laughs> like, yeah. That is the good shit. I mean, uh, so like, if you take the good shit and make gooder shit, yeah. like, I mean, like with the name like Elijah Crane, like that's some dude who's of course. Like, well, Craig, like, Craig, Craig, not not Crane. He, he's not Fraser oh. Crane's ancestor. Elijah, Elijah, Elijah Craig, Elijah Craig. That's the name of like someone who's been just like out in the boonies, just like with with a. With a fucking like leader, he's like, out sick. there with his buddy Cletus, like with a fucking metal canteen, like, trying to make whiskey. You know, Cletus, I love ignoring the fact that we live in this fucking state with all this alcohol, but also like, I want to feel more numb. And Cletus is just like, because Cletus is basically dead at this point. Cletus is just hanging <laughs> out because Cletus has a crush on Craig at this point, and it's like just trying Cletus to impress like, them. I like, like your holes. Yeah. Talk to me more. Yeah, Cletus is like. Cletus is like, I'll drink whatever you give to me. I just enjoy your company and your energy. And Craig's just like, I want more alcohol. Like, yeah, exactly. The the, the first frat ever. Yeah, honestly. Cletus and Craig. Oh, Cletus and Elijah. Yeah. Oh, which like we should ruin fraternities at some point. Cause like I used to be. We absolutely will. I was in a music fraternity for a hot second. I dealt with a lot of fraternities. I was uh, asked to be in an environmental fraternity, but uh, then I showed up and they had like fucking plastic in like multiple containers, and I there was, was not an about it. Fraternity there? Yeah, there was an environmental fraternity. They sucked yeah. ass. They were not environmental as shit. <laughs> 
So like, here's what we're gonna talk. Like, I think as a part of this environmental fraternity, we should like save the world. And like, everyone's like, yeah, bro, yeah, for sure. And then they didn't do any of that. <laughs> cool. No, no, no. Take a yeah, take a body shot off of this bro. Of this hot bod that I got going. I don't know. My I'm sorry. Yeah, my, much. my only interaction was with like a music fraternity, and we were just like a bunch of dudes who got together and sang every week. And then we were like, okay, meeting adjourned. And then that was it. That would have been so much better than the ones that I experienced, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that's the best fraternity. Like, fucking show up like, oh, she gonna take me home tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, we only sang, like, <laughs> classic rock and shit like that. No, Matt, it was it was weird. Yeah. It was, like, weird, like, culty music. It was great. Oh, um, well, that's different. I think that's an actual cult, not a fraternity. That's what fraternities are. We can get into that in our That's what episode. they are. That's what sorority are. That is Greek well, life. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about Greek life another time. We'll we'll have this conversation. We're we're really like biting into our time now. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not gonna admit, we're not gonna make the. It's already been like an hour and a half. Like we're past. Well, we gotta time. try, man. I have to edit this episode. You can do the rest of it in two minutes. <laughs> Fucking try. I'd love to see that. We got a minute and a half. Let's do this. Okay, so uh, now we're gonna move on. Uh, because whiskey has been invented in America, because, you know, America can't admit that they didn't invent shit. Uh, so, you know, TV was invented by a Brit, uh, which America, you know, American history teachers will tell you was American. Uh, so we're, we're going to completely debunk all of that shit. Whiskey was not American. Whiskey was Irish. And then we just changed it a little bit by making we it out of corn. We uh, now... Uh, a, a name everybody knows because of a uh, very popular musical, Alexander Hamilton decided it would be a uh, really fucking good idea to tax whiskey for whatever fucking reason. So he had a uh, whiskey tax uh, enacted. Um, so yeah. the he was the secretary oh, God. and uh, of the treasury, right? Like, yeah. So while he was secretary of the uh, treasury, um. He decided to, because we were in an uh, $800,000 deficit, Right. imagine that shit, like fucking $800,000. we are in trillions of debt. That's good. $800,000. But, 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 debt is good for a new country because it forces that country and, like, it forces that country to, like, have to, like, interact with other countries so it, it fights against isolation <laughs> politics and it forces now, like trade between other right now it's shit right well, now it is yeah, awful. now it's bad because we're an old country but like back in the day exactly was that was one of the hamilton's like original like, theories i think was that like we need to get in debt so that other countries will be forced to trade with us exactly we're, we're gonna trap them but what he did to fight that debt was to tax whiskey, which was, you know, if you live in America, that's a fucking mistake. Ooh, you don't tax whiskey. That's, that's the line of the musical. They, they think we're getting frisky, but wait until they tax our whiskey. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they only brush on that in the musical. But here's the real shit. So we're going to do a, uh, a mini Let's Ruin It on the Whiskey Rebellion. Let's ruin it. Uh, no, not right now. I'm sorry. Later. Okay, gotcha. No, right now we're doing oh, a mini, should, a mini. Let's ruin it. Should we do an uh, so, the theme music? Yes, do it. I'll, I'll let's edit the theme it. music in again, but like faster. Uh, so okay. Okay. Fuck the editing in this episode. You're really fucking 
fucking with me right now. I, I know, um, just, just, just this is the uh, alcohol episode. What did you expect, Matt? Yeah. Just compress uh, the audio and we'll be fine. Fuck it. It's a long, a long episode. Hey! We're, we're going to do our hour and a half That's later. Okay. That's uh, okay. worth it. It. We ruined Matt's dreams of having like consistent timing for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, I give up. I, uh, you know what? If you want consistent timing, I'm going to be streaming on twitch.tv slash preoccupied. See you there. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now, now I'm just going to start plugging my shit because my shit's the only thing that has order. <laughs> um... Anyway, the risk, the whiskey rebellion. So Alexander Hamilton was like, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, of all the things we trade, most of the shit we trade is whiskey. So let's let's fucking let's tax that shit. Um, so in 1794, uh, you know, that shit ended, which you know, that's uh, that's something. That's the beginning of the 1800s. That's the end of the reign of Washington. So the beginning of that shit, just to put that in perspective, was 1791. This was a three-year rebellion against a whiskey tax. I mean, yeah, the most American you... shit I've ever heard. So if you're complaining now about people throwing a bitch fit about masks and COVID, just wait until the you hear about the whiskey rebellion because this remember... is about the same thing. I mean, Matt, do you remember <laughs> what happened when like Hostess was like, "We're no longer going to have the Twinkie." Yeah, people threw a fit, but that was only for, like, six months. <laughs> because Hostess was like, oh, shit, do you guys remember the Whiskey Rebellion? Like, we're fucked if we don't, like, bring back these fucking Twinkies. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the Whiskey Rebellion started in uh, 1791. Uh, now, the whiskey tax was super fucking harsh on the West. And at this point, the West was, like, Philadelphia. So it wasn't, like, super far West because, you know, it's the colonies. <laughs> Um, so like people out there were just humble farmers. They didn't, there was like a shortage of actual cash. So there weren't very many, uh, bills or coins happening out there. Uh, everybody would just barter and trade. And now the currency basically at this time was whiskey. So people would brew whiskey and trade it with each other for like goats and cows and like food and water and that kind of shit. Um, yeah exactly honestly that would be better for nature i'm going to be uh pulling off of vermin supreme's pony based economy and say we just go back to whiskey based economy i would fucking love whiskey based economy i'd be broke all the time but (laughs) broke but super drunk because you can drink your broke but happy um yeah or or really so because whiskey does both (laughs) yeah exactly um so like this was like a huge problem um so i'm not even gonna look at the uh the information i have here because i have this shit memorized now um so off the books off the books uh so definitely fact check me because i've had a lot of (laughs) wine and a little bit of whiskey today um but so okay so they started sending tax collectors out to the west so specifically philadelphia but what happened uh, when the first tax collector showed up was a bunch of men in women's clothing just jumped him and, uh, you know, tarred and feathered him. Uh, now, I don't know if you're familiar with tarring and feathering if you're outside of America or even if you're in America because that shit was fucked up. So yeah. uh, what would happen was uh, tar only melts down above 100 degrees. I think it's about 150 degrees. Definitely fact check me on that one. 
but it's hot. It's hot as shit. Uh, maybe 130. Um, so it, it'll give you like nice, nice, like first degree burns if it touches your skin. Um, and so what would happen was if you were like a British soldier or you were a tax collector coming to tax some whiskey, uh, people would tar and feather you, uh, put you in boiling hot tar and then throw some feathers on you to make you look like a bird. Uh, because it's not enough to, you know, torture you with burning hot tar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to put fucking feathers on you to really humiliate you. Um, so this started to fucking happen to tax collectors. Uh, now, eventually they started to learn. Uh, this, these tax collectors decided it was a bad idea to start showing up. So one of them showed up in, uh, in Philadelphia uh, claiming to be a school teacher. Now, people believed him for a little while until he made a deal with another local there who had just kind of shown up. Um, just like, okay, this is where we're going to license people to have whiskey distilleries uh, so we can fulfill the whiskey tax mm-hmm. um, instead of like taxing individual citizens. Now, this didn't go over well either because a mob showed up to uh, burn down the house, but the guy wasn't there, so it wouldn't have done any good. So uh, a, the guy who was living in that house uh, was a soldier in the military. Uh, so he had another, like, I think an infantryman uh, as his bodyguard there living there. He just let the guys in while they were trying to break down the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they did instead was they shot holes in the ceiling. Because, uh, you know, I guess if it rains, it's going to be kind of uncomfortable because there's going to be a leak. Wow. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um kind of a dumb idea so they just kind of left after that uh and then they found the guy out in the country and it's like you better fucking renounce your whiskey tax ways so he fucking did obviously because he didn't want to get tarred and feathered uh so the whiskey tax was not going well uh this was happening in both north carolina and uh and uh philadelphia so not not a good time. No, um, actually, actually, real oh, fast. The, the the cool thing yeah. about tarring and feathering is that like it hurts initially, but essentially what these uh, whiskey uh, rebellion people were doing is they were just giving their enemies like extra armor to wear around, because then they're covered in like tar, which acts as like a second like harder skin outside of them. So like you're trying to shoot at me now, boom, can't happen. I got like, tar all over my body. I have feathers so I can okay. fly. You're gonna try and tar my like tar and feather me again oh man. i'm a bird now <laughs> exactly i can just fly in and collect my taxes and fl- dip out you can't do shit oh god sorry okay, I, hard air quotes earlier, but that. I really didn't want to interrupt you and i know the timing was weird but i've been sitting on that for like five minutes yeah i got you uh hard air quotes around that uh actually there weren't very many solvents that could dissolve uh tar so if you were tarred and feathered you'd have to walk back to an East Coast city. And by East Coast, I mean on the coast because those were the most developed towns. Uh, so they would have shit like vinegar and like other acidic substances to, you know, dissolve that tar off of you. Yeah, you but walking with dried tar on you, you're basically just wobbling around. Uh, it's not a good time. Uh, a lot of people died from it, uh, either initially being tarred because sometimes they would have the tar beyond the boiling point of tar uh and you know sometimes after being tarred because they just couldn't make it to civilization in time um so super fucked up 
not a joking matter. Thank you for bringing that up, uh, Cole. My great great grandfather was tartan feathered, uh, and he died from it. So how cool. dare you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, thank you for reminding not only myself, my audience, uh, or our audience, that I'm a complete shithead. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> th- 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 thank you, thank you so much for uh, like just putting me in my place right there. I really appreciate. It. I was just gonna, you know, have a, have a fun bit, and then you brought like real history and facts into yeah. it and fucking ruined it. Yeah, so, no. Uh, well, we are a history podcast. Yep. Yeah. There's one thing that uh, doing this podcast has taught me is that history is not fun whatsoever. History is not fun. History is very nihilistic and uh, fucking. Why we only have about four viewers in the chat right now. You know, the, no, we have four beers in the chat because we aren't affiliate yet. <laughs> it's just because it's a really shitty show. Anyway, Matt, please continue. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, way to, you know, make me feel good about continuing. What, you uh, made me feel shitty about my joke about tarring and feathering. That was really dumb. So, hey, it goes both ways, buddy. <laughs> you make fun of me for my dumb bit. I'm going to ruin this project that you've been working on for the last 10 episodes. Which, by the way, you know, we're at the double digits mark. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Oh, shit, we are. Ten months, or ten weeks. Ten weeks we've been doing this. Ten months? What the fuck? <laughs> time, time moves fast, buddy, when you're dealing with me. Sam, we're out of 2020 now. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck, I wish. Anyway, yeah, so I wish. whiskey rides happen, people get tarred and feathers, some of them die, Cole is an asshole. What happens next? <laughs> um, so throughout western uh, Pennsylvania counties, protesters just kept using violence. So people started to give up. Like, tax collectors were just like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Uh, so eventually, the whiskey tax ended. And uh, as we know now, whiskey fucking reigned. Like, whiskey became the most popular shit. It overtook rum. Uh, whiskey, like, was the American drink. Like, o- over anything else. Right. Like, tea? Fuck that, that's British uh fucking anything else the uh, fuck you you're european right. you can't drink american shit hey there so cowboy. do you uh do you want a drink that really matches your cowboy boots and your uh your domination of native cultures try whiskey whiskey that, that's about drink. it yeah yeah <laughs> so the whiskey rebellion is one of the few uh few examples in american culture that a uh, group of people actually got together and made change in uh, the American government, uh, which is a very nice po- parallel to now, uh, where we're getting cops arrested for shooting unarmed men. <laughs> um, uh, hashtag Bla- Black Lives Matter. Uh, we are uh, definitely supporters of that. If you are not, stop listening to the podcast. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Real talk right there. Situation yeah real talk we we don't like to uh alienate listeners for the most part uh, otherwise you know unless we're joking uh but if you're against black lives matter you're a piece of shit and you need to leave like that that's real i'm keeping that in like fine. <laughs> get out <laughs> like we don't want you you're a racist piece of shit um Anna, anna's snapping right now I don't, know, I don't know if the microphone's picking it up but anna's hardcore snapping yeah, no, so, yeah, that is one thing we will stand firm on. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, so, now, alcohol became a uh, huge thing in the United States. We will talk about a few people who were against alcohol who were fucking insane. Uh, one of those were, one of those people was Carrie A. Nation. Uh, so, Carrie A. Nation uh, was a fucking, like, I mean, she was a giant woman. She was fucking massive. 
like she could have like fucking picked up my house and wait, thrown it. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, um, that's, not, that's not like a, the name of an organization. Her name was Carrie A Nation. Her name was Carrie A Nation. Yes, and she was, and she was uh, to quite literally Carrie A Nation. Yes, she was fucking mad. She was six foot three, I believe. Oh. Uh, she yeah, she was a big woman. Uh, she carried a sledgehammer and she busted up bars. Uh, I, to, I she blame, hated alcohol. I blame Steven Universe and the song I Steven Universe love her. I want to meet as a giant woman song for like <laughs> to me, but like, hey, Carrie Nation, if you're still out there, like, oh no, she, she, she died of syphilis, which is uh, a plot twist in the podcast we're gonna do about her. <laughs> even, even better, hey, I, I, Nation, if you're dead, save me a spot at the absence. I'll, I'll, when I die, I'll come over, we can hang out. There yeah, you go. no, you don't want to hang out with Carrie Nation. I'll, I'll uh, once again, that's gonna be one of my one-offs. Matthew, oh she's, my god, she's, I definitely she's, do. She's a giant woman. She has a sledgehammer. That's my type. Come on. Exactly, that's my type. We'll, we'll talk. Nation. We'll talk. I love uh, alcohol, but Carrie Nation is that's my shit. I love Jan. I love Johnny. Appleseed. That's gonna be our first T-shirt. I love Johnny Appleseed, but I also love. <laughs> So, uh, Carrier Nation started this movement called the Prohibition Movement. She was was the first one. Uh, It was her, yeah. So, she she was a fucking nutcase uh, who just busted up bars and assaulted people and, you know, completely destroyed property uh, and barrels of whiskey, which is a giant waste in my mind, uh, just because she thought God didn't like alcohol. Um, And so, she got a giant movement of people behind her. And this movement you know, survived because it's America. And anytime you say God hates something, America is going to, you know, believe that. Uh, so she said God hates alcohol. So that moved on into the 1900s. So a movement started and became really prevalent called the prohibition movement. Um, so in, uh, in America or the United States of America, because I, you know, I feel like it's good to make that distinction. Uh, not all of, you know, both South and North America uh, is, you know, affected by this. It's just the United States. Um, there was a uh, nationwide constitutional ban on the production, importation, transportation, and sale of alcoholic beverages. Uh, from 1920 to 1933, this shit lasted for 13 years, which is lo- the longest anything like this has lasted in America. Uh, because, you know, if you're racist, that's okay. That's going to last hundreds of years. If you're, you know, sexist, that's also going to last hundreds of years. But if you ban alcohol, fuck you, you're against God. (laughs) Like, Well, it's it's like that writer uh, from uh, 1650 AD wrote when I was talking about China. Like, people are going to find a way to get fucked up. And if you fuck up, if you try to fuck up the way they get fucked up, then you're going to get fucked up. That that was a parrot. That was a an amalgamation of what he said, actually. But, like, yeah. people want to get fucked up. And especially in America, like, if you try to mess with the way that we agree on how to get fucked up, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. So, well, part of the uh, biggest reason the Prohibition Movement became a, a legal thing, uh, you know, federally, um, is because of absinthe. So, if you don't want, uh, know what absinthe is, it is a liquor that is made out of wormwood. Uh, what wormwood is, is it's like the type of wood that has like hallucinogenic properties the best um, that really just kind of fuck you up. Yeah. Uh, so it's like high alcohol per volume um, 
alcohol, I guess, the liquor uh, that also like has, you know, shrooms, I guess, mixed in. So when you drink real absinthe, um, there are a lot of people genetically who have this, like, they have this natural way of seeing things uh, when they drink absinthe. A lot of people don't. Wait, wait, wait. It's about uh, 50-50. Is there still a psilocybin in the wormwood? Like, is it the same chemical as with shrooms? It's not the same chemical. It's a different chemical. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what that chemical is. Um, But uh, I will have to amend that later because I didn't actually look that up. Uh, So I'm sorry about that. Um, What was that, Anna? But yeah. Anna, Anna, what was that? It's definitely different. I absinthe is high alcohol content. It's high alcohol, and that's what I got out of it. I did not get any of the fun stuff. Shrooms. No, that's that's what I'm about to yeah. pull up though. Is like it only ha- it works for or Jesus Christ only works for half of people. Um. So like, it, it's it's called the green fairy for a reason. So uh, absinthe for the most part is green. Uh, there's black absinthe, there's clear absinthe, but you know, the famous shit is green. Um, so it's called the green fairy because you will see little dots in your vision, which is the hallucination, uh, that people called fairies, uh, back in the day. So, you know, hence the green fairy. Uh, so people were drinking the shit out of this. Uh, there was a drink that was super popular in the old West called the Sazerac, uh, with the Sazerac was uh actually is one of my favorite drinks it's so fucking good tastes like uh tastes like black licorice and whiskey uh so it's uh rye whiskey way to put absinthe in a drink is yeah it's super fucking good i made you a sazerac at one point right i don't know you made me you probably did honestly yeah i'm I'm pretty sure i did whether it was you or someone else i love sazerac yeah, so uh, Sazerac, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, is American rye whiskey. It has to be American or else it doesn't work um, because American rye is like the spicy shit. It's the good shit. Uh, it's got a lot more flavor than most things. Uh, n- normally, I don't take America's side on shit, but they got rye right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, American rye whiskey, uh, Peychaud's Bitters, uh, which is a bitters from, uh, I think... I think New Orleans. I'm not entirely sure. Fact check me on that one. Um, like so yeah. bitters. Um, and also a shot of absinthe. Uh, now you have to wash the glass in absinthe before pouring the drink, which is a huge part apparently. Uh, and then one spear of ice. Uh, so it's like, it's a very absinthe central drink. Um and it definitely fucks you up if you have that gene that, you know, absinthe does fuck you up. Um, so that that is the thing. So that, that became super popular in the 1800s. So America was like, fuck you in the 1920s because people were drinking and dancing and having a good time. And that's not allowed in America. If you're having a good time, then yeah, people hate you. If, if you're like, not. dancing up on people, if, I'm sorry, but like 1920s America... If you're a woman who's like expressing her sexuality and also like enjoying life and drinking because it's a prosperous time, go fuck yourself, right? Yeah. So if you're a flapper, you're you're a whore. Yeah, exactly. You're a dirty whore. 
big air quotes <laughs> on that. Big air quotes. Entirely satirical. Women, do your own thing. Also, it's supposed to be the 20s again, and like I was expecting yeah. a lot of like flapper fashion to come back. Uh, instead, we're yeah. wearing masks like it's the fucking plague years, because it is. Which, again, different, yeah. different fashion I wanted to come back. But like we're in the wrong twenties. We're in the thirteen twenties instead of the nineteen twenties. Dude, not gonna lie. Okay. I'm gonna show our show our screens right now. But like, I got this like mask right here that has a cool Roadrunner on it. Like, oh my god, that is cool. Yeah, I can wear it. It looks like a, like a it's it's my great grandmother's uh, design, Leona Caldwell. That's uh, amazing. If y'all want some like custom made masks, we have way too much fabric. So let me know. It's a family <laughs> curse. Um, but. Yeah, wrong 20s. So, so Matt, the 20s come around, and then what happens? So then the United States uh, federal government decides prohibition is a thing. So now alcohol in general is illegal. Um, the only time you can drink alcohol is for religious use, uh, which prior to this... Communion. Uh, yeah, it, communion. Um, but prior to this, uh, Catholics were basically illegal in most states. Um, so oh. this was a very liberal move. Um for the United States government uh, because they allowed states beforehand to just, you know, kind of ban Catholics. Um, so in the 1920s, once that happened, uh, Catholics started to be more open about the religion, which is cool. You know, if you have a religion, do your thing. Like, uh, 100% power to you. Uh, as long as you're not hurting somebody else, you're good to go. Um, so Catholics started to, you know, fucking have their religion happen in america which is badass because now we're starting to see like the irish population boom uh which is you know the fun part of american history um i have a lot of irish people i want to talk about on this podcast later down the line um so yeah so that that shit happens uh now most of america doesn't take advantage of the fact that communion is a thing uh because Everybody's just like, eh, fuck the Catholics. They're you know, run by a European douchebag in Italy. And I gotta be Protestant. Uh, so there's a bunch of people who just absolutely will not drink alcohol. But this is also the start of the bootlegging movement. So there are a bunch of people out in the woods making moonshine, and there are a bunch of people yeah, yeah. in uh, in cars, uh, you know, okay. driving that moonshine around. And that is actually the start of NASCAR. So NASCAR was started by a bunch of bootleggers who kept making their cars faster and faster and racing each other uh, to see who Wait could be minute. the best bootlegger. Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> NASCAR. Yes. That is the most. Just. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. But of course it is. That's so Southern. It's so Southern and it's so American. Like oh I can drive fucking liquor faster than you can, douchebag. Let's and, go. Uh, Let's rice. And and and, and, uh, and Cletus is like, well, I don't know about that, but like my car's got. I put two engines in my car, and then like uh, Cletus too, because I don't know any other like super southern names. And then Jim, Jim Bob is over there like, yeah, well, Bob. I got three engines. Let's go, and I've got a hidey hole in the back of my car. Well, my like, car yeah. has. Five horsepower, and I got two men on the side who replace the wagon wheels when it needs to be replaced. Mine's got six and a half. And then then Jebediah is off in the corner and is like, well, I got a a visor that has my name on it, so when I get a sunburn, it burns into my head. We call that marketing. Oh, my God. 
Uh, you don't like this. You don't like this drink I got from the grass uh, up in the hills. I call it Mountain Dew. Oh my god. Oh, oh. Speaking of speaking of the prohibition, my favorite prohibition story is there's apparently like a bar in Chicago that like because prohibition was specifically like for the sale of alcohol, like yeah. There were some like legal loopholes that like kind of got around that. So I remember there's one place that um, they essentially their their whole philosophy was like, oh. You can buy the sandwich for like twenty dollars, and then you'll get the sandwich, and for free, we'll give away a bottle of whiskey with it as well. So technically, they're paying for the sandwich, and not the yeah. the, the, the bottle of whiskey. Yeah, there were some hey, legal loopholes because it's early America. Nobody knows how to write laws. Even now, people don't know how to write laws. Yeah, most exactly. laws you can find a loophole through. Uh, just just remember my uh, our, our dear friends big air quotes here, but uh, there's amazing ways to find loopholes in any sort of government regulation. Just saying, um, big air quotes, satirical. Big nonsense. air quotes, but also it's not wrong, but also air quotes. Because <laughs> we want to cover our ass in these early stages. Because hey, we'll get big one day, and then people will be like, "What about that episode where you're talking about like loopholes?" And we'll be like, "Ah, we were it was it was satirical content." Yeah, well, well, just just be real, but air quotes, but real. Uh, yeah, how like far most, that legal teams? Yeah, <laughs> mo- most most laws uh, in America that say no to something are made by some angry conservative people that aren't thinking about what they're saying. So they'll write some shit out and say no to something, but they won't say no to everything. <laughs> right. So, like, yeah, the, uh, like there was a law for a long time federally. That you couldn't sell weed, but you could smoke weed. They obviously they've repealed that, and it's a different law now. But like in the seventies, they couldn't arrest you for smoking. I believe it's the same situation with like mushroom spores. Like you can buy psilocybin mushroom spores, but like the drying and consumption of it is illegal if you get caught. Yeah, that that kind of thing. I believe that's the legislation of at least in Arizona that I've done on my own independent uh, research because I'm very passionate about Arizona laws and not for other reasons. Uh, because Cole wants to get high as fuck. <laughs> uh, no, Matt, because I'm a proponent of Arizona legislation, and I want to learn more about the rules and disciplines that our state has. Yeah, yeah Cole's trying to become attorney general. I, <laughs> want, I, I just want to be sheriff and, like, give all those, those uh, tent cities in Arizona, like, proper air conditioning. Which, by the way, any of our friends who live outside of Arizona, look up Joe Arpaio and learn about that shit, because... Oh. Welcome That's going to gonna our, be a less ruined episode, so don't our, wait for that. Major shames. Well, at least one of them. Yeah. Oh, God, Joe Arpaio is a fucking piece of shit. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> moving back to Prohibition. Uh, so NASCAR started oh, because man. of that. Uh, NASCAR, I believe, started officially in the 40s uh, outside of Prohibition. Sure. Um, because they wanted people to start, you know, showing up to, like, sporting events. Um, so they had like people driving cars around in a circle for a long ass time. Um, cause you know, this is also the time where people would walk in circles and people would show up, uh, and like pay thousands of dollars to watch this shit. So like that, that is the thing. We'll talk about pedestrianism another time. Also, uh, there's a lot of podcasts we're going to be doing. So, you know, let's ruin it. It's sticking around for a while. And also, we're both, we're all, I say all three of us are very drunk. None of us are going to remember these, so we're all going to have to go back and listen. Okay. I'll remember. Yo, I listen to every one of these podcasts. Our count is going to go up by at least three this week. <laughs> yeah, at least three, yeah. 
not like it um, already does go up by like at least two every week because we're like, oh shit, did we fuck up at some point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so prohibition was a giant thing. There was obviously an anti-prohibition movement. Um, there were a few books that were written uh, about the time and during the time. One of which was the uh, Great Gatsby, uh, which is a one a problematic book, but yeah. also to a uh, really good book for you know examining the times because alcohol was technically illegal, but because everybody in the book is rich, uh, they're all you know kind of overlooked by the police. Um, so that, that's kind of how the twenties and the thirties worked, or early thirties worked. Yeah. Uh, is if you were rich, nobody gave a shit if you had alcohol. Uh, but for the poor people, there were yeah. speakeasies. So speakeasies were bars where alcohol was served and sold and all of the illegal shit um, to poor, poor Americans um, who just, you know, wanted to have a good time and fucking hated existence because they were poor as shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Most definitely. So, uh, yeah. So that, that happened. And then there were raids, of course, of those speakeasies. So because it's America and nobody is allowed to have a good time, um, there would be raids of cops like going in under like disguises and like uh, just taking on fake identities and like busting speakeasy owners. Uh, Now, most of the people like buying drinks at speakeasies wouldn't be arrested um, because they were looking specifically for the owners uh, for just to, you know, cut the head off the Hydra. Right. Um, or the body. As, Burn the body. Just yeah. The head off the hydra just makes more heads. Well, the that's the point I'm about to make is when you cut the head off the hydra, there are more heads that sprout out. So every time they would take down a tea, uh, speakeasy, three more would pop up in its place. So that right. it was just a massive problem in the 20s and 30s in America. So by the time World War II broke out, they just gave the fuck up and they're like, you know, fuck it, you drink. Just have fun, yeah, uh, but also like, work on metal like fucking, and shit. Especially because they're like sending like fucking like sixteen year olds off to go die on fucking Normandy. Like those exactly. Are, if I'm, I'm, a, I'm sorry, controversial statement here, but if you're going into the military service to fight for a war that you think is about national like freedom and safety, like you deserve to drink. Uh, honestly, if you're old enough to be drafted into the military, you should be able to yeah. drink. Exactly. I absolutely agree, yeah. If you're old enough to die for a country that you think stands for what you think it stands for, you deserve yeah. to get you're, up. You're old enough to numb it with Thank something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. About what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You, you deserve to numb yourself to the horrors that you're about to face. Yeah. yeah. And well, again, another podcast we're going to do probably sooner than later is the Iraq War. Uh, which is going to flip on its head uh, everything. That's going to be a one-off. That's going to be 100% me because I don't want... I I want Cole to be surprised about some shit. Yeah, (laughs) please. Uh, I always... I mean, we've been talking about like what our next few weeks are going to be. Oh, our next few weeks are going to be different from everything we're talking about now. Uh, You'll probably uh, hear something kind of interesting at the end here. Uh, uh, Hang around if you're at the two-hour mark of this podcast already like yeah wait 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 a few more minutes yeah so prohibition ends in 1933 uh and people are allowed to drink again so now everybody's enjoying gin whiskey uh rum 
everything you can think of except absinthe because absinthe is technically still illegal in the United States, uh, except the stuff that is not made of wormwood. So uh, a lot of absinthe uh, you find in stores and like at Total Wine and shit uh, that is not made of wormwood in the United States. But in Europe, because they are smarter than us, uh, have figured out that wormwood is technically not uh, hallucinogenic for most people. So 70, I, I believe the actual percentage, uh, which is the final percentage I'm going to give for this podcast, uh, 75% of people do not have any effects of, you know, the wormwood alcohol in uh, absinthe. Okay. okay but, but, you know, 25% of us do. Europe and like the, uh, the, the, the philosophy of controlled substances over there is much different from America. So I have a cousin who used to live in Spain at a, and at like Spain like like Spanish like music festivals there used to be like drug testing booths so you could find out quite exactly what you're about to put in your body if you were given like a packet of pills mm-hmm. like, like awesome like Europe mind you and that's, that's the thing too is like Europe's been around for like way much longer than America like Europe's had time to figure out the shit America was born out of a bunch of like religious zealots who are trying to get away from countries who are like, you're way too religious zealoty for my country. Go, I don't know, wear your bonnets. Go fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Go go fuck off and wear your bonnets elsewhere. Yeah, that's exactly right. But Europe is uh, very liberal about hallucinogenics. Like Belgium, I believe it is, uh, sells fucking mushrooms in their gas stations. <laughs> Yeah, Denmark. So that's and something. Amsterdam. Um, Amsterdam yeah, like, like notoriously is like very uh, uh, infamous for their. Uh, I, I guess we could say like hedonistic practices of like consumption yeah. and like. <laughs> yeah, this is about right. Uh, yeah, De- Denmark is definitely a big one, uh, but in America, a lot of things like that aren't legal. Uh, I think uh, this next 2020 election. Uh, is going to be the first time we're going to see uh, marijuana become legal uh, widely across the United States. I'm sure there's going to be a few Hopefully. states that don't allow it, um, yeah. but I'm thinking most states will. Um, hey, can I, Matt, Matt, can I make a let's ruin it podcast statement right here and just say that, like, just make weed legal. Just, just, it's time. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, honestly, uh, factually, weed is not as bad as they said it was in american school systems so weed is not a gateway drug in when, any way shape or form. whenever we return to our regularly scheduled programming um after the next few weeks because again wait at the end of this episode to get a hint of what we're gonna be oh, yeah. doing so, something um, interesting is about to happen after 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 all that that fun check um we should definitely dive into the war on drugs and um oh shit. i've got a lot of shit on that <laughs> i have a lot of opinions and emotions about that i have shit, a lot so. of facts so we'll we'll mix those two i'm gonna get so mad and you're gonna have to call me down multiple times oh no trust me you're gonna have reason to be mad this nixon have... was a piece of shit and so was reagan dude nixon dropped the n-bomb so many times oh yeah my God. As long as you include Billy Holiday as the first victim of the war on drugs, I will. Be Absolutely, he's one of the names on my list. <laughs> she. Wait, she. Billy Holiday. Wait, what is the name you just popped? Billy Holiday. Oh, Billy Holiday. 
Okay. Were, Matt, were you thinking of Billy Idol? Because no, I, I heard a different. I, all I heard was Holiday. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a dude who is on drugs all the time. I was just like, no, no, Billy Holiday. Different person. Billy Holiday, definitely. Okay. She was the first victim of the war on drugs. Yep. Billy Holiday, there we go. Anna, keep us straight. We'll then she will be on the podcast. The <laughs> but all right. Yeah. So where, so. where, where were we? Because we took like hard left. Okay, well, yeah, we took a hard left. But that was the end. Uh, Prohibition ended, uh, and now we are here in America where alcohol, for the most part, is uh, legal except for absinthe because we are fucking ape brain and can't understand that absinthe is just a regular-ass alcohol. Uh, So I would hold up a bottle of alcohol, but I have an empty wine glass, so we'll do that. Hey, can I I say Opa to all of us? Cheers to us and to all of our listeners out there, whether you're listening to the podcast on that we release on every Tuesday um, or to the live stream that we do every Sunday at uh, twitch.tv slash let's ruin it. Uh, Opa, which in in our house means you need to finish your your glass, whatever you're drinking. Uh, Cheers to you for getting through this amazing episode and also cheers to you for living in a society that is inherently Puritan. Um, and also very, uh, very liberal. It's a, it's a very confusing environment. Uh, real fast, I want to say we have someone in the chat that is asking us to rate our drunk scale right now. Oh, that is Lix. Yeah, Lix, Lix is so, my uh, my stream. I want to go stream last. I want to go last fight. here, Matt. Uh, actually, no, Anna, our our amazing guest what? today. Why don't you go ahead and rate your drunk scale one to ten? Oh God, oh God, I'm drunk enough to know that I'm a little upset that Johnny Appleseed wasn't included, but I'm not so drunk that I couldn't. I think, I think, legibly, um, legibly, I think, is that written? I don't know. I, you is. can understand me, right? Yeah, I don't legibly. know. I'm, I'm going to go with six here. I went pretty hard before this podcast. Was so, okay, so, well, so I'm going to ruin Johnny Appleseed for you. That person didn't exist. That, that's yeah. a myth. He, he did exist. He was, he was the, the father of cider, not apple juice. Uh, and, and apple no. tree. He didn't exist. He was, hey, next Wasn't podcast he like we have, we'll have to start off with, an, with, an, with a Johnny Appleseed talk at the very least. Cider was made first in England. <laughs> yeah, and he and that's how apples were spread across the United States was cider. And, Johnny and just yeah. Johnny all fucking crunk. He was two or three people that I'm was sure there was a dude named John, but Johnny Appleseed was not real. Well, of course it's not Johnny Appleseed. Come on. Well, he's, a, he's definitely a, he's, not he's a, a real fucking hero. person. He's a full over here, like Pecos Bill. Like he's he's not real. Yeah, exactly. But, like, the ideal of him lingers on. Matt, how drunk are you right now? <laughs> oh, I'd probably say seven or eight. <laughs> uh, I feel that right now. Uh, I would say right now very easily because like, like ten is like me blacking out, and I blacked out like maybe once in my life. I would oh, say, 10 is blocking out. I, I called that 11, so then I'm probably 6. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a solid, like, 6 or 7 right now. I'm so oh, my God, we're all about 6. Like, Look at that. We're running labs for you amazing listeners. But also, like, please know that, like, this episode is very drunk person uh, episode right now. Um, it's drunk but factual. For the most part, we know it's <laughs> fact, but, you know, sometimes we might be wrong. I've so, had, like, at least a call of Uzo at, during this two-hour session so like I'm, i've had a half a bottle of wine and a couple shots of whiskey yep, so <laughs> and no water so i'm fucked tomorrow 
Uh, well, you it? haven't had water? I've been drinking water this entire time, dude. I have not been drinking water. I think, I think that's, that's, that's like, a, as soon as I, we get off a thing to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm Guys, I told you to drink water. <laughs> All right. So, so real fast. Anna, thank you so much for joining the podcast. We really appreciate having you here. Thank you for uh, we having me. We would love to have me. you back whenever we discuss literally anything, like the, the five topics we've had. <laughs> and like, then like, oh, we should do a yeah. podcast on that, like during this podcast. Um, also, uh, Matt, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, we here at List Room and really appreciate you being here. Um, it's, it's really nice well, to have you. Like, hold, hold on. Hold on. I'm not a guest. <laughs> I came up with the idea of this podcast, dude. Come right. On. And if you want to hear more Matt and Cole content out there, go ahead and check out our uh, Instagram and Snap or Snapchat. Wow. Uh, if you want to see some hot, uh, hot snaps, try to find our Snapchat. We're not going to give you the name. But if you want to get some more Let's Ruin It content out there, go ahead and check out uh, Let's Ruin It at Let's Ruin It Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or find us wherever you consume you indulge you you hedonistically feel podcasts out there jerk off to podcasts wherever you intimately and sexually not sexually but sensually enjoy podcasts out there in the world we are incestually enjoy podcasts (laughs) thanks to our friends over at anchor.fm um we will be there every tuesday morning releasing a new podcast or if you can't wait that long for that sweet, sweet Let's Ruin It release, check out our live streams uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash Let's Ruin It, all one word, every Sunday at 7 p.m. Now, yep. Anna, is there any closing statements you want to make, seeing as you are our second guest on the show? It's a big moment for you. I'm just so excited to be so honored. I, I'm just, oh. It was wonderful. I got to wear my new whiskey shirt. I got to drink whiskey, and I got to chat with friend, an old friend, and a new friend. So hey. it, it's been wonderful. I, I feel like we bonded for sure. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something real fast. Do, hold on. Do you want to make a plug, Anna? Do you, yeah. Do you want to plug your socials? Do you have any? No, please. No, I definitely don't want. No, to no, plug your socials. Okay, then we Where's won't. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, in that case, then friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We are super excited to produce this for you. It's been a really fun journey. In 10 episodes, 10 weeks, it's been a blast. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, I personally am really, really excited to keep doing this for you all. Uh, And I I love each and every one of you for coming out to our live stream and then also listening to the podcast at home. So wherever you are, please stay safe. Wear a mask. Uh, Don't cough in each other's general direction. And, as always, Matt, would you like to send us home tonight? Drive safe. Wait. Guys? Hello? Yeah? I think something's wrong. Cole? 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 Hey, Cole! This isn't funny, man. Where the hell are you? Cold? Ah, oh, 